0: Welcome back! Welcome back to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. It's been a good minute. Uh, well, at least as far as you guys are hearing it, it's been a good minute. Um, yeah, so we're up and running. We got a few of these episodes saved. I'm actually away technically. I'm away in Canada now for the next couple of weeks, but we got a few of these episodes waiting to go, waiting to launch. Um, today we're brought by by an old one of our earliest guests. Uh, back to the, like episodes mid twenties, late twenties uh frank frank uh, salazar uh cisco as we all know him for, or uh frank jizz as i have in my phone book long story um yeah you've heard him before with him and christine his wife christine uh he's back solo today and it was it's really cool it was really cool interesting conversation like, like it always is and uh, and yeah yeah that's the show today i'll keep this short i don't want to i don't want to make the intros too long but uh i appreciate you guys sticking with us and and uh And for the long road, you know, we're, we're getting up there in the episodes and, and, you know, it feels good. I I like where, where we're going with the podcast. I like where, how we're still doing it, but, uh, I don't know how many, I'm, I'm almost like, I'm afraid (laughs) when's it going to be the final conversation where the podcast where I have nothing to say, we, 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 we we exalted it. I mean, we, uh, we just took everything out of each other. Like, I don't know, man, that's all my ideas. I start repeating myself over and over that kind of bullshit. I don't know. I'll get anywhere, but I'm hoping as long as we, we yeah, you guys still listening, we'll st- we're gonna keep talking, st- uh, keep talking. Uh, a little tipsy already <laughs> doing this intro afterwards. Sorry about that. Um, oh, you know what I did want to ask? If you guys are listening to us on iTunes, if you guys have an iPhone, iPad, whatever, whoop whoop, uh, please give us a review on iTunes, and we'll read it out loud for you guys. We'll read it out loud to give you a shout out. Uh, we really appreciate appreciate them uh we appreciate you we appreciate you tmp uh inside joke right there 10 minute podcast uh yeah just please read it, uh give us a review five stars if possible if not be honest it's all good we can take the criticism uh uh maybe maybe not <laughs> yeah we're at 10 uh 10 reviews right now if we can get up there um really we appreciate it. it helps stay up helps stay on top it helps us spread the word um okay that's it i promise i'll, I'll keep it short without any further ado this is episode... Forgot which episode this is. <laughs> I'll get to it. Episode 89. That's it. <laughs> okay, here we go. And we're back once again. And as I was saying in the intro, uh, we're back our returning guest. Old school homie. Uh, episodes 26 through 27, eight, nine, I think. I forgot the rest. Frank. Frank the Tank. Whoopie whoop, Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> talking, it's always something right it's, it's a kind of dramatic yeah, it, pause i right? just
1: hesitated like I was, I was just like staring at it you know it's like a second felt like a minute like, yeah what are you doing it's all good. embarrassing me Best good intro
0: ever there yeah, you go great right to take your hair solo today buddy you're here without the uh significant other
2: yeah she's at home watching
3: smallville
0: that's oh, not good man yeah uh buddy of mine uh john actually from the from the, uh, I was about to say the spin that back podcast. <laughs> no, 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 that's a, I'm mixing up my 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 buddy's uh, my shit. Uh, John from the uh, Friday Night Fandom podcast. He's was telling me all about how he's really into Smallville. He got back into it that kind of thing. I think he did re- as well. And I just remember not enjoying it when I was like, watching it. I remember not liking the show too much uh, when I when it was out, and that's why I kind of am hesitant to go back and see. If it's you know,
2: I don't. I don't think you should be that hesitant because I, I, I'm probably in the same boat as you. But mm-hmm. she, she just started watching it, and then like, like memories came back, and yeah. I was like, I remember this episode, and it kind of sucked back in the day. You know? Yeah, and now it's all like I'm all like what happened here
0: you're invested <laughs> again yeah i'm all like yeah clark go <laughs> you know i was i think the reverse effect that's why i'm tainted because reverse effect happened for me with uh adventures of lois and clark <laughs> i used to be really oh, into that, that show DK, yeah, uh, with dk yeah, and yeah, terry yeah, hatcher yeah.
2: he makes a guest appearance in that show
0: yeah i, I, yeah. I know they uh I, I think uh even the mom from the original movie i know they do the whole thing um, margot christopher Kitter? reed oh, yeah, yeah uh no margaret was lois lane in the in yeah. there as well like, yeah like, I, I know couple. they even christopher Free was a villain in one of them i just remember that uh they're pretty good with that with like uh, even because even dean king now he's in the current uh, supergirl uh cart oh. uh, uh the one on the cw now oh, yeah, he, I, he plays I, the dad of you know of uh, the supergirl uh so i mean it's kind of cool. and the mom is actually played by linda slater who was the original supergirl in the movie in oh. the 80s so i mean they're always doing that which is great i love those homages to. i mean obviously I, mean, I don't know if you guys are watching the flash but mark hamill was back in it because he was in the original tv yep. show um, like shit like that is mm, awesome nice. the um, Trickster. the right. trickster yes yeah. correct yeah it, and i just feel like uh i i I think I, I think you're right if I give it a chance, I'll probably like the, the Smallville again, you know John was t- my buddy John was telling me the same thing, and I'm just so hesitant because part of the reason I'm hesitant is because if I do get back into it, there's another show I'm putting up on top of all the other shows I'm <laughs> keeping track of, like fuck man, I don't need any more Piling to distract out. me, you know, yeah. yeah, that's cool. What else are you
2: up to, man? What else are you get up to? um just working, trying to like stay healthy now you look healthy old. you look good, actually gain a little weight. But oh, that's because I was just working a lot and stopped going to the gym and yeah. doing all this. Where are you working now? Where are you same, um, same spot? Same spot. Um, mm-hmm. just passed on more responsibilities to other workers, so yeah, kind of, like mellowed out on that. Delegating, yeah, delegating. Be the
1: boss, man. Yeah, you could say it, it. it's no. Cool, man. It it's it's cool. is. It's just, just
2: like I. I know that sometimes I do come off like as an arrogant. Oh um, no, that's
1: Foreman
0: that. Frank. Watch no, out, Forman guys. Frank. Watch <laughs> out, guys. That's how they talk about you now. Probably. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, but other than that, um, just you know, spending time with Christine. Yeah. Um, here and there. And your cats. Uh, my cat,
0: one cat. Oh yeah, yeah. Maddie.
2: Yeah, she's the floof.
0: What's her What's her name? Maddie. Maddie. That's Madison
2: right. Madison Rose. Um, oh, you Botasol. gave her two names,
0: three yeah. names. Oh, last go fuck name, yourself. My last name. <laughs> go
2: um, no, the shelter <laughs> just gave her those names and. Really? I just, yeah, M- Madison Rose. Yeah, but
0: the um, shelter's full of those kind of people. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> and then I became one of those kind of people. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Man. I got She's a cat
0: too. Baby. I got a cat too. I stepped on her in accident today. You know when they sneak behind you when you don't even know. I mean the yeah. bathroom. I'm in mean the bathroom shaving. I didn't know she was right behind me. She ended up stepping on her. An accident.
2: She, used to, she used to do a lot of that. Like yeah, I was just taking a nap and. Uh,
0: That's the snuggled.
2: worst. She snuggles like right behind me, or like.
0: That's like the worst when you're like in bed, relax, and they're comfortable on you, and you kind of feel good because I'm glad she feels comfortable enough to lay on me. But now I can't move in any other position exactly. or I'll wake her up. You know, because
2: if you move, she's gonna. He's gonna be like, no, okay, I'm out. You move
0: right, moved right, and like, oh, God damn it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's funny. I, I don't know, the, the the whole cat thing. I mean, get me wrong, cats yeah. are cunts, you know. And I'm yeah, a, and yeah. I'm a, and I fucking have an affinity for dogs specifically. But I love
2: both the uh, species, do- cats and dogs. Is just like one is more playful, and the other one is just like give me attention. All right, bye. All right, yeah,
0: right. I think that's the common. Um, uh, Like, I hate when uh, Robert De Niro's character says it in Meet the Fockers when he's like, Oh, uh, oh, a yeah, dog like, doesn't pity to your attention. What does he say? He says,
1: like, uh, You have to work for cats. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't uh, sell out the way dogs do. Yeah,
0: that's what he said. They don't sell out what the way dogs do. <laughs> and <laughs> fuck I always you. remember that line because it was a funny, like, a to yeah, douchey ass thing. Yeah, it's very douchey. <laughs> <I know laughs> very.
1: you're Robert De Niro in the whole. It's well, like, Go fuck I, you I,
2: don't, I don't Did I showed you guys that's pictures funny of maddie just like she she uh oh no
0: and i'm also going to tell you yeah. sloppy right now don't yeah, show no, me pictures no, no, no. I'm not of maddie doing pic- whatever oh, the oh, fuck. look at my phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she, that's she, worse than people she, showing you ba- uh, pictures you know, of babies it's worse uh, i
2: understand that <laughs> it's just like I, i'm like did i became that guy and oh you right, show right. You pictures of that before because <laughs> she likes sometimes to you know go outside and walk and uh, uh she plays fetch I think I mentioned that before, you <laughs> know, shit like that. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Why I mean, have
0: we spent two minutes talking about your fucking cat already? I know. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I'm surprised uh, Madison Lee. What's her name? Madison Rose. We'll call her Maddie. Maddie or the floof. I'm surprised Maddie already doesn't have her own Instagram. Don't stop me. Does she have her own Instagram? <laughs> no. You know, I'm a friend of no. A friend of mine, Jessica. Uh, damn, I forgot her last name. But anyways, she has um a cat. Who has his own Instagram called Rousey Cat, and and I and I was like, man, don't be this girl. And then I look on the Instagram and I'm like, oh shit, this is actually pretty funny. Like all the pictures that's are funny with the captions that are really funny. The the videos that she puts of the cat is really funny. Like, okay, i mean, I'm following this cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm following this fucking cat. Then I'm like, oh my god, I'm that guy now. <laughs> yep, won me over. Um, if you can same. make it funny enough, anything you can win. when, true, when true. you know what I'm saying. That's the that's the barrier. Yeah, well, as
2: okay. long as it's it's interesting, you know that people will
0: like it yeah i mean you know that's the meaning of life right there right <laughs> it's not like it's interesting pretty much uh be funny and people like you what were we talking about right before we started uh, was it kendrick lamar
2: y- oh but i was listening to kendrick Lamar. yeah but i we think right after, after that ago. we had a
0: different conversation yeah
2: we we were we were having a conversation and, and then, like, then i
0: was like oh shit sure, let's just start and then we completely switched to a different subject and yep, it became yeah, the whole it's
2: always like that God cool, damn it. Though. what were we talking about man i wanted uh, to talk was
1: what was it, Lofi? Uh, it was in sound effects. I'm trying to retrace my steps. Uh, uh, sound effects. Uh, sound of... <laughs> sound effects. Not drinking? No, uh, the, my sound board that no. My soundboard. No, there. no, no. Mm-hmm. Right before
0: that, we were actually talking. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Actually, let's record.
2: Shit. Yeah, you stepped outside and we started a small conversation. Yeah, what was it? Uh, was shit. it we were talking about like whiskey? <laughs> no, it <laughs> was no? after whiskey. <laughs> No, before whiskey. Before no, whiskey. because
0: you went to get the cup, and that's when we started kind of like, oh, oh that's interesting. And then, like, kind of went, God damn it. I'm going to kill myself now. Don't you just hate those? Yeah. Yeah, all right. If well, it happens, happens once yeah. in a while. <laughs> Let's move on. So you said you're getting, trying to get back in shape now? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, where, you got your gym membership back and all no, that? No, gym membership. De- uh, no, it's just the home workouts. I'm uh, all about the home yeah. workouts. Um, as long as you can run outside, that, you know?
2: I know it's like a cliche. Everybody starts the new year and all this stuff, but I've been slowly progressing into. You know, getting more into shape. I'm in this, um, you know.
0: Man, you're hitting, you're hitting them all. You like cats. You, you like New Year, New Me. Man, no, you're hitting all no, these. No, what new, else is new? There's man. no New
2: Year, New Me. You can start a new <laughs> you any time of the year. True. Like it, just, true. it doesn't you mm. reset every year. Like, bam, done. No, just
0: yeah. You know. Yeah, you want to talk about that in the New Year? Happy New Year to everybody at the oh, home yeah. because the last episode was before New Year's or actually it, after Christmas. It was Christmas, that same right?
1: day. It was just hours before like the thing. Well, Okay. Yeah. Then so we took it, it well, just,
0: happy new. This is our first episode in the new year. I guess technically, right? Yeah.
2: Oh wow. Yeah. I feel a little special. Uh, without being special.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's marriage life, right? Yeah. <laughs> Feeling
2: special without. Well, being I think so we're too. talking to, um, about a little bit of relationship no no not right
0: no oh we were but we oh could. no we were he talking was. about podcasts with uh joe rogan ah and, thank you very fucking much because that was bugging me yeah <laughs> we we're talking because uh frank sent me a video link to the uh when kevin smith was on the joe rogan podcast yeah and uh he was actually there promote i mean they're friends but he was there promoting specifically yoga hosers that was just put out on netflix have you seen it yet, by the way no no, have it it's no. on netflix i uh, ironically oh, it's it's set in canada and it's not available on canadian netflix hmm. so i had to wait till i was back home to watch it with but i did want to wait anyway because i want to watch it with gwen yeah. the movie was made specifically for teenage girls so i was you know gwen's not quite there yet but even though mentally she you know like yeah, she yeah, enjoyed yeah. the movie you know i'm glad i got to watch it with her because it really is about two heroic girls who are clerks by the way who <laughs> hmm. now like uh to, you know whatever they go into this whole adventure type of thing but gwen really liked it and i was like man. God she really likes it and it's I wish I could meet Kevin. I mean, I met him before uh, at a like a Q and A, but I mean, I wish I could he- meet him. And like, oh, look, this is like this is the who you made the movie for, and sh- and introduce him to Gwen. And like, this is your audience. I don't know how you know. I know you made it for your daughter, but I got to watch it with my daughter. And twenty years ago, I got to watch you. You know, with me and my you know. Well, it was really just me and Elliot and Loaf. Basically, <laughs> the only people who knew Kevin Smith was at the time. But look, man, it's the, it's a full circle journey. You've it's literally generational now. Watching your films, my my. My son loves your cartoon, even though it was six episodes. They're probably the funniest six episodes uh, in comparison to any other cartoon out right now. But uh, it, it, I really wish I could just like, man, look, check it out. What you've done, and we're all enjoying your shit. Fuck the critics, you know. Yeah. I don't care if everybody thinks you suck. I, I I like you, and me and my kids like you, you know that kind of thing. And I love your podcast. That whole thing. Did you what did you take away from most from the podcast with uh, Kevin Smith and Joe Rogan?
2: Um, besides, uh, that they're funny and have great conversations is more than, the, the relationship they've built.
0: But you're a common listener for the Rogan podcast, right? Um, it's, depends who's, who he has as a guest. Oh, okay. So yeah. you'll see if anybody who spikes Later, your interest.
2: Yeah. And then I'll listen to it. If not, I'll just jump into the, the other MMA, uh, um, what, what is Oh you what listen to MMA it? podcast? Yeah, he, uh, com- MMA Companion. Like fight companion. Oh, it's Fight, it com- with fight Companion with Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen yeah. and Eddie Brock Brab- uh, Yeah. Uh-huh. So I listen to that one. Those are
0: amazing. I mean, yeah, I I mean am a I've been, you know, as you uh, Loaf knows and I Brian Callen's been one of my favorite comedians right. forever. He's uh, kind of a pen pal of mine oh, <laughs> uh, through emails. Yeah. And Brendan Schaub was one of my favorite fighters for a long time. So when they came together to, to make a podcast, I was like, and I, I'm such a big into podcast. I was like, uh, I think the universe is uh, telling me something. Pushing wow, you know? it towards the <laughs> right like, direction. wow, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. Because was, it was just, it was so curious because up until they did the podcast, I had no idea they even were in the same circles. Uh, and when they first came out with, do you listen to Fighter and the Kid, by the way?
2: Once in a while. Yeah,
0: that, I think that one's, it's one of my favorite ones. And uh, it, it, when that came out, I thought it was just like, this is obviously before, um, you know, uh, they got more popular. But I only knew about it because I was listening to Brian Callen's solo podcast. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, oh, my God, this is what you have another. And I went and checked it out. And, I, and I got really obviously I got into it because my favorite fighter and comedian are on there. Excuse me, and then I was like, "Oh, uh, uh, th- it was one of the most uh, responsible directly for me starting my own podcast. Really, it was, and I have you know, I wish I could grab them and thank them. Hey, like like like, I'm gonna kidnap everybody who I like. <laughs> like, hey yeah, guys, right yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> you know, cool thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, What's we okay. call it? Which other ones have you? You're getting into you're really into podcasting? Yeah, like ones?
2: slowly getting into it a little more and more. Which other um, ones
0: that you like and you listen to?
2: Um you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like I <laughs> this is gonna be like last episode with Rudy
0: with Junior uh, <laughs> when he was like blowing us up <laughs> about, oh, yeah. I was like man can we have you back every time Frank come on every week if you wanna blow us up <laughs> like uh,
1: the Robin to Howard Stern yeah
0: <laughs>
2: no it's just like uh, um, l- like last time I said I w- I'd had like this grim like smile laughing my ass off at work yeah uh, my headphones and everybody's just like what is wrong with you why are you laughing so hard <laughs> like, I can't put this you know, you know at work but yeah you know, what offensive
0: both. thing that we say what were we talking about well
2: like i keep saying my, my favorite episode is with, with your marine friends when they have to <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah i was just like i keep going back to that one and just like listening to it. i, I like <laughs> that type of story like,
0: um like, yeah there was uh the one we did where it was nothing but marine homies uh what was it? Frank was on there, Herrera was on there, Escobar of course. Escobar I like having Escobar on with Nisa, his wife Nisa. I think you've you've known met him before or not or at parties or no? Um maybe back in the maybe, day when we used to maybe
2: still... if I see his face I remember.
0: Well, I like having them together because uh, they've been together forever too. That's his wife, and he constantly—he hasn't changed. He constantly makes fun of her in front of everybody publicly. Oh, <laughs> so it's kind of you know how he is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you listen to those every, every every time he says something, every time she says something, like an opinion or whatever, he's like, "You're not supposed to talk right now," you know. <laughs> <laughs> just uh you're you're my dd you're only my driver can you <laughs> shut your mouth can we turn our microphone off like he always he says something like that yeah that i was I. uh it, it to me that's that's i don't know that that's hilarity as someone who's been with someone for a long time, it's funny when you get to publicly insult them, and you're you're at that point where you're okay with it, you know. Or they can even publicly insult you. to the facts when Jackie's making fun of me in front of everybody, like, oh, okay, I, I'm, ta-, you know, it's when you're at that point. Okay, you guys been together for a long time. It's it, it's adorable at this moment point. It's not sad, you yeah. know. <laughs> like when you're, you know, you we all know those abusive couples. We're like, oh shit, this is oh fuck, <laughs> this is sad. That, <laughs> God damn um, it!
2: It's, it's funny right there that um a lot of people these see Christina and I have uh-huh. kind of like in you know, that dysfunctional like um, she's you know, like, abusive, abusive, or whatever, abusive or whatever right or whatever. verbally no, abusive that's kind of like the dynamic she she calls me out on my shit no
0: know? but anyone who knows can know it's a give or take thing yeah. where and where it's comical it's like almost a gimmick a, a bit uh, it, uh, there's a difference between that and then the either Bitchy ass girlfriend who's uh, ruining, or uh, that dude, or the dude who's just in a drunk abusive asshole who's completely has. This, there's a difference between yeah, when it's sad yeah. and when it's a bit like, like I said, you guys have been long enough where oh man, check them. I love them. I want to see Frank and Christine together, or Escobar and Nisa. I want to see them just because I want to see I, how how, see how you, you know, know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that
2: would be a good combination. But yeah, like especially um, now that. Uh, um, Whenever Christine, she drinks, when she chooses to drink. Yeah. Um, she's a little more loose and, in, in the sense of, like, she doesn't, you know, inabilities. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: she's more... Mellow, mellow Yeah,
0: well, yeah. shit, man, that's what alcohol does to everybody. Yeah, you know, it yeah. frees up your inhibitions, you know, yeah.
1: Unless you're very violent or something. <laughs> oh, it no, still does that. She's actually really funny.
2: I just don't want
0: it. I think she's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know, why did you admit it? Because I think she's I want hilarious. I think she's
2: a funnier one, but I know it's it's not. I don't force it, but I just try to make her laugh all the time, and I just failed. And then she's like, babe, you won't, you, you're you not funny. Well, there's. Uh, hey, there's has been the... a while, I do make her laugh.
0: I think there's two different kinds of comedy yeah. where you can be that whole. um, hmm, have you guys ever seen Punch Drunk Love? Uh
1: Adam Sandler?
0: Yeah, Adam Sandler and the, uh, the director was uh Paul Thomas Anderson, Anderson? I believe. Paul Thomas. hmm PTA, yeah. Well anyway. Well it's a good movie. Check it out if you guys get a chance. And it's it's Adam Sandler. <laughs> it's not an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I'll just say that. So it's a good movie. Uh but uh he says something about anger, and I feel this way about comedy or being funny. And they said this about anger. There's two types of anger. There's the the he's talking about a, a woman in a grocery store who's yelling at the cashier because she won't take her t- she won't take her coupons, and there's the type of anger where it's the cashier who's uh, smiling and ex- uh, taking that abuse, not and who that anger comes out in a non-positive way way la- later in life, you oh know, negative aspect. And he said that I, I, and he's talking about you should be able to you should he's trying to help him. He's obviously the kind of anger that's going to explode one day. and It's not going to be healthy. A oh, Flanders type style, right? Oh, okay, <laughs> you should let you. it out little by little. That kind of thing. <laughs> right. I think comedy is the same way where you have the obvious comedy where you're. 100 percent you have that guy, La Melchor type of comedy, the Howard Rodello type of comedy. The, these are some of my friends. Why should I put it like uh the Chris Farley type of comedy, the um, um the uh or even an insult comic, a triumph the insult comic, about who's out there obviously trying to make people laugh, even if it's, if it's somebody else's expense. Yeah, and then you mm-hmm. have the kind of comedy that's very sly, very subtle, very um, uh, you gotta well think about it. Well, well, you gotta think about it. The laugh might even come to like half thirty seconds later. Like, oh, that's so what he was talking about. I guess,
1: just uh, you know, the word choice, whatever, the way you yeah. built it up. Uh huh. Very think, subtle. Yeah, you know, uh, oh, David from.
0: Spade, actually. So you can Yeah, it's a better and better example. You have a David Spade type of comedy, and you have a Chris Farley type of comedy. Mm. Uh, if you can do both, you can do both, and you're a magic son. You know, uh, good for you. But I, you're, I definitely do feel that that's kind of the aspects where you're coming from where you have these type of personalities where someone's going to go for, straight for the throat, straight for the laugh, straight for the punchline, and the other person's going to let it sink in. The Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis type of combo, mm. you know? That's how it goes. Jerry Lewis, obviously, very slapsticky, going for that straight laugh. Dean Martin, he's going to make you laugh with a martini in his hand, you know? Mm. <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so I, 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 if you can find that in a relationship where each one of you take on that role or character... Because I find that way uh like for example for my wife with Jackie I think she's one of the funniest people that no one's ever going to know because she doesn't <laughs> let that out only for that's you know she's not comfortable enough to let it out right, for right, anybody right, else right. or in public yeah. but with you or with me uh or when she drinks or what yeah. you know, or <laughs> yeah, like Christine yeah. uh, obviously they're more comfortable with each other and they're going to let those those like um sly little fucking sleepers <laughs> you yeah, know those sleeper punchlines like sleep mm-hmm. well shit i would have said that about you honestly i said you were the funny one that's more introverted you know and she would be the one that's more extroverted i think you're funnier when you slide those sliders in you know yeah, am I wrong I, about that? I, do, it or I you... do have my moments, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I said I would have said about you, like you definitely have those sliders where you got. Oh, pay attention because you might miss it. That kind of thing, you know. I like yeah, those that, kind of punchlines.
2: Um, no, it's just she's hilarious when when she's a little intoxicated. Who? Well, who is it, yeah. man? That's the <laughs> either in a good way or in a bad way. <laughs> no, boy, in the good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. It, it's, it's weird.
0: We should do an episode of Christine and and turn it on halfway through once he's already ripped. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Or uh, just have the microphone to not record it's not on record. Just wait for it. Yeah, wait for it. gold. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's cool, man. uh Man, you guys been together for shit as long as me and Jackie been together, right? Um, nine years. Oh no, uh, a little longer. Than married. Ten. Oh, married. No, yeah. but you've been together before that. Or no? no, Ten. ten yeah, years. okay, this is a little wrong. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jackie. I think together fourteen. But for some reason, I thought you guys were together before that. No,
2: you guys. Um, I, you you and Jackie have uh, more. Uh,
0: That's weird. Know. I mean, honestly, I don't know how um how that happened. Because I think it was by accident, because I had no intention of staying with her. I, I <laughs> you know, I just ended up being one of these things. And I'm sure she had no intention to stay with me. We ended up having these like, two wonderful kids, and like, well, I guess, one, yeah, one, fuck one, it, fuck one, it, one, fuck one, it. it. <laughs> Samantha's, Samantha's expression. Uh, and we ended up having these two wonderful kids, and this beautiful, wonderful cat named Maddie. And that's what ended up staying, keeping <laughs> us together. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding with that, man She's my kid what is christine working at right now now? she' still she's in, still, yeah she's still in, uh, the fashion retail thing? business oh yeah. I fashion. thought she was doing like the fashion uh fashion retail business. yeah that's cool. she's she, gonna uh, design start making her own stuff. I always thought she had a unique style she could start making her own uh clothing wear
2: <laughs> well, I'm trying to you know push her to get her own like you know thing together mm-hmm. like but she knows where she's going um she wants to be a curator. I don't so, well, wow, that's cool. That's that's fine with me.
0: How about you, man? Anything else? Um, what are you looking to do? You always track me. As some...
2: I can't tell you right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah. like
0: that. I saying, that
1: legally and just throwing a couple of wings. Well,
0: tell me about your friend. What's he doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> My friend can't tell you anything right now. No. Oh, Call okay. him Hank. It's
2: actually well, Hank can't talk about it right now.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Who's Hank? I, I don't know who that. Hank Hill. I
2: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, there was this one episode where it's like a very similar situation where like uh Hank's like doing a phone call and he has like the guys like he has like Bill and Boomhauer there. Oh yeah, He's right. like, uh, "Who am I?" Uh then he kind of looks over and then um Oh, okay. Then uh Bill's like, "Uh uh Frank Hill." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is really, it just me just like kind of reminds me of what, the Thompsons, the, the Simpsons oh, episode. Hello, Mister Thompson. There's like a pause, and he goes, "I think he's talking to you." <laughs> but if the setup is to, I, we to go into the punchline. But the setup is like, that, okay, yeah. well, they're like hours later, and they have their uh, the ties loosened. <laughs> like if you look up smoking, they're saying like, like when I, I stomp your sing. feet <laughs> and say, "You're Thompson That's possible. when they give them the new identity. <laughs> yeah, Bob uh-huh. yeah. so, so I Show Bob. Yeah, comes, comes out of Cape Fear. Yeah. K-Fair spinoff. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. That joke is one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much, man. <laughs> Why I does think. everything go back to The Simpsons? It does. It fucking it. does, man. Simpsons is life, man. Yeah. I, I, last episode, we were talking about The Simpsons. Yeah. Same Dang. thing. Yeah. Not last episode. I'm sorry. The episode before that. Yeah. Uh, 87. Right? I mean, we've- like... With Mono and Becky. But even so, I'm yeah, saying like, yeah, yeah that's- a. Uh, that's uh, The census became the new I Love Lucy because we kept referencing I Love Lucy for the first beginning of our podcast. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for a good chunk.
1: Like it was, it was like like numerous episodes.
0: But it was accidental; it was all organic how the way it came yeah, up. Yeah, where we just same with The Simpsons. Just yeah, whatever. Between The Simpsons and I Love Lucy, like if if an alien from Mars came and told me, like, what's comedy? What's uh? What's oh, life Married like? children? What's like? Yeah, there you go. I, that's exact. That's probably yeah. I I'd, I'd give like here's here's The Simpsons. Here's I Love Lucy. <laughs> there you go, uh, Mars Martians. You know that's all you guys.
2: Yep, Christina actually said this to me. Is like you can't remember something. If your life depended on it, but anything from The Simpsons, you'll remember it. How is that? I I don't know. It's just, yeah, they're funny, and then <laughs> it just sticks. Definitely. Yeah. I like I, that. I can remember, like, anything. Like, you bring it up, and then... Um, I remember the Get episode. Get the reference. Yeah, yeah the I was like, oh, today. yeah, it's that one when this happened.
0: Yeah. I was watching one of the newer episodes today. It's, it's held up pretty good, the,
2: yeah. yeah. I I've been watching a couple on Hulu and... FX, yeah. FX really, oh, and Hulu, yeah. right. Yeah.
0: FX really been, uh, they've been on it, man. It's really, beco- FXX, I think, uh, yeah. it's really becoming the Simpsons episode, the Simpsons channel, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they have, like, every Simpsons, every Simpsons episode, that's, like, their little tagline. Yeah, right, right. They yeah. only have,
2: like, a, a website or an app where they have, like...
1: Simpsons all the time. Oh there was this website that I used to go to but I forgot what it was. X videos
0: X com. That's oh. where I used to go to. I still oh go.
1: like Cartoon Porn? <laughs> I was the, I,
0: I did see some of that earlier. It was uh uh from Futurama, um man, what's his name, Meg? Oh, um, uh, Fry and um oh, Lila. Leela, yeah. And there was that one and I was like oh, I'll watch this for a little bit. Uh, I mean, it, it's funny how quickly you get over it if you're not into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if was this ain't turning me Kizowski on, from Monsters uh-huh. well, <laughs> Inc. I haven't seen that really. No, I'm kidding. That just... makes sense, right? Yeah. Billy, Billy Crystal. Now I'm picturing Billy Crystal and Katie Sagal going at it. <laughs>
1: so, I mean, you never know.
0: What's his treat... face was on? um... Who's the voice of Fry? I forgot his name. Very Billy West. Billy West, very popular. Uh, he's basically the new. um... What's his name? Chuck. Um, the guy who did the voice for Bugs Bunny. Uh, Mel Blank? Mel Blank, thank you. Thank you. Uh he's basically but he's on an episode of uh Speaking of Podcasts, Mark Marin's podcast if you're familiar with Mark Marin. No, I'm not. Check him out. I think you'd like him. You specifically would like Mark Maron. And uh um he the he the fr- before I figured out who he was because the first half they weren't even talking about the voices he does. They're just talking about what I was like, man, this guy's it seemed like... Well, he is a recovering alcoholic, but it seemed like it was just one... You uh, know Frank from Shameless? You know what Just a douchebag, asshole type of doesn't care about anybody himself, always looking for his next fix. It seemed like he was that guy reliving those stories he was telling as his glory days and I was like oh hmm. man this guy is not repentant at all and then you get to oh no no he really is he realized what a kind of shitty person he was and he's trying to turn his life around that kind of thing and then like oh shit he's the voice oh yeah that's right I knew his name sounded familiar and then it starts clicking he starts doing some of the voices uh, during the podcast you know Mark Maron is uh, laughing his ass out. It, it, it ended up being really good anyways point of story is I highly recommend that episode came out about a month ago M- Billy West on Mark Maron uh, voice, voice acting for me, I always wanted, that's one of those, uh, real life superpowers I wanted, you know, I want to be omnilingual. I want to know every language in the world. Like I'm not talking about lasers out of my eyes or healing factor or anything, like that, but I want to be able to know every language ever. And I want to be able to do the voice or accent of any kind of, you know what I mean? That'd be kind of cool. Even yours specifically, like, or, or yours. like, I want to be able to like, you name a person, I sound just like him, you know, that'd be an amazing, amazing ability, you know?
1: Like, isn't there somebody like the man of a hundred voices or something? Like, there was like a YouTube uh, video that I saw. I've seen like, a few of those guys, yeah. but th- th-
0: those are those are those. That, are
1: per- that would be yeah.
2: a, an interesting
1: uh, ability uh, to have. Right, you're right. Just yeah. right.
0: just be able to to mock anybody. Like oh, bomb. Oh. You know, like <laughs> impeccably, you know, you know, because there's
1: sometimes where it's like somebody might do an impression where it's like okay, like you get it, like okay, he's trying to do that person, but it's not like right, it's, you but know, like uh, me doing comedy, it's nowhere <laughs> near. That's a good that's joke. I mean, uh, that's a good yeah. joke. I like that one.
0: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. How's
1: oh, this gonna play? Come on, hoo ha! You know, like that kind more of thing. Margarita.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. Mm. If I'm doing that, obviously it's not Al Pacino, but you get what I'm saying, right? right. Like, oh, ah, more margarita, oh, you know, <laughs> what? Uh, She's got a great ass, you know that whole thing, right? <laughs> obviously, I'm doing aperit, Pac- trying to do Al Pacino, and you get the gist of it. And it's funny enough to get the gist of it, but it's right. not exactly Al Pacino. Right. right? If I had the ability to mimic whoever, you know, like, that would oh. be interesting. You know. you know, got to touch the hiney. I'm oh. obviously doing uh, Adam
2: mostly, but... <laughs> Or you could flip it, trying to be like, uh, use somebody else's uh, voice, like, you know, I'm a serious actor, and then try to be funny with that.
0: Yeah, like how so? Um,
1: Yeah, do a voice. Do a voice.
0: Yeah. I'm terrible. Example. Uh, Let me get a little more drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Liquid Courage, right? Liquid Mm -hmm. Courage. That's what I would call my bar, Liquid Courage. Mm -hmm. Nice.
1: Yeah. Or you call it, like, the church or
0: something. Church? So I was like, where are you going? You're going to church. Going to church. Uh, so like, uh, if you guys want Shameless mention again, but the bar that the Steve Howie's character owns is called The Alibi. <laughs> I, oh, I was nice. like, that. that's nice. a cool name. Wait, wasn't
2: yeah. there a, um, a bar, Paramount, called The Alibi?
0: Mm, I don't know. Paramount Boulevard?
2: Yeah. Uh, what was what is it? uh Arkeesian? South? No. South? Paramount? Yeah. Right by, uh, there used to be a gas station there. Well, I think the only right.
0: one I know right by where you're talking about, where yeah. Cabo Country is, is called Ajax. That that's you think. The, uh, That was uh, the out Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't and know. A while uh,
2: well uh, back. Uh, nothing but the bikers.
0: Yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was, uh, That the makes IY. sense. That cool. I don't know. I always, that's one of those things, like. What would you still do if you didn't have to work? You know, was one of those, one of those. Mm. obviously for me podcasting would be one. But I think I'd sell ice cream. You know, I think I would be an ice cream truck salesman. I always wanted to give free ice cream away huh, to turned. little kids. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right? <laughs> if you don't have to work, I still drive that around. Uh, and I thought bar bartender or not bartender, but maybe bar owner would be one of those. You know, that mm. kind of thing. I always have this vision in my mind. Like, <laughs> you know, what the vision I have in my mind is. Uh, speaking of Brian Callen, uh, remember the opening scene of Bad Sansa where Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's at the bar. Yes, and he's like, you pretend it's a, it's like a ten minutes, ten, uh, like a year later, right? And you think he, he, they just pull off the heist, and you think he's settling down, like he stopped stealing, and he opened up a bar on the beach. He's doing his thing, and then like <laughs> Brian Callen is like, "What the fuck are you doing behind the bar? Did I tell you, motherfucker?" He beats him up and throws him out, <laughs> and he, he dr- <laughs> <Don't> downs <him. laughs> a drink really quick. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, because you got I love that joke by the way, but it was good. It was a good uh, yeah, setup, yeah, yeah, misdirection. Uh, I, I always thought like, oh, that'd be. If I didn't have to work again, I think I might like bar bar owner would be one of them, you know. But then I watch, uh, I watch uh, shows like uh, Bar Rescue, and I'm like, oh man, that's a lot of work. Maybe I don't want to. I I don't want to do that. Yeah.
2: Like on paper, that uh, owning a bar sounds awesome because you get to like have experience experiences with all the people bringing their shit. You know, mm-hmm. listen to all that, giving them drinks,
0: listen to stories, <laughs> especially with yeah. the bikini bar. Bikini bar, you get to be you know that whole thing actually you yeah, get to I'm see not girls in a bikini bar what's that
2: i've not gone to a bikini bar well and bottom's up is technically a bikini oh, bar is it yeah. i mean i've been to strip clubs and all that but never like a
0: oh i know bar. i remember one of my first strip club experiences you come home with a girlfriend i was like what the fuck oh shit another rep- <laughs> uh, yeah, Bottoms Up is technically a bikini bar, so you, if you've been there, you've been the bikini bar, you know? Oh,
1: hmm. I heard there's a good one, uh, in Orange County that my sister. The, the other bottom one? No, no, it's not a Bottoms Up. I forgot what it's called after I have to hit her up, but she says, like, that's a bikini bar. Oh, all right. So, I was like, I, I mean, it's not like, <laughs> it's not
0: like, it's not like women being objectified isn't, like, a big deal anymore, you know? Like, I don't know. I always thought it was like, oh yeah, it's cool. I mean, the same thing with strip clubs. Like, I hate guys that said like, oh, I don't go to strip clubs. Oh, why? Because you get so much pussy at home. I guess it's it's not like you're going there for pussy. You're going yeah, there you, to have a good time. Going yeah, there you to drink. go there for the show. and yeah. you have
2: a good time. Not yeah. you're not really just so. to find the girls because it's it's to their me it's job. no that's different than job. going to a bar. It's just yeah. a bar with titties. You know yeah, that's, that's no pretty much here. it. You, know, you get to. You know, see women do their thing. Yeah, you think, that's, and that's a it. pink
3: eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Well, From the brown that eye. That was my
2: pink eye. That was not pink eye. That was just some crust of mine. Oh,
0: yeah. Marine. That was, I was trying to remember her name. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. wait, what? No, <laughs> that,
2: you're a little bit off. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: what's that? Marina. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Marina. Sorry. Anyways. Uh, I'm going to get in trouble.
1: <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, shit.
3: Um,
2: it's all right though. It's it's just experiences that I had. It's things you learn. um, But that's what it is. Um, But yeah, it's yeah to me like a bikini bar. It's more of like a niche thing. Yeah, it's kind of like going to Hooters, sort of. Yeah, Hmm, it's it's, it's, it's the same thing. Oh no,
0: I don't go to Hooters. Um, (laughs) I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) I was like, "Uh, what? We were there last week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we haven't hung out as much. You gotta hang out a little bit more, but yeah, I, I do.
2: I, we keep saying that, but it doesn't really happen, um,
0: man. I mean, I, you know, I, at least as far as that goes, is it's very difficult just with the specific job I have, where I'm not in the state or country as much as I'd like to be. So it's not the same. Here's the thing, because I, I do get hit up every now and then from, like, especially like older, old school homies. I'm like, man, let's catch up, let's catch up. And I'll get like a text. If I'm usually I'm away. If I'm not away, if I'm home. I might have to leave pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like it's Thursday. I would love to get a drink with you, but I just got home, like, a day ago. And I'd rather be home with my wife and kids, you know. I haven't seen them in a couple you know, So, it, 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 to me, it's that whole thing. I'm like, man, I feel bad saying no to you. Like, it, yeah, you're right. The bar is just up the street. I'd love to go and have a beer with you. But I'm kind of chilling watching a movie with my kids. And I kind of feel like doing you know, I'm just, it, 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 it's. I feel like my obligation is where it needs to be. And I don't really feel like going over there, you know. Like... Maybe if it were, maybe if I had the kind of life where, like, man, I'm doing the same, you know. Well, yeah, I, you know, I'd been home, you know. Obviously, I, yeah, I, I lived, you know, months and months on the end, and yeah, oh shit, yeah, I need to get away for a little bit. Yeah, let me go have a drink with my old school buddy. That'd be a different story, but it's not like that for me. Like a lot of times, like I don't have too much time at home, and I want to spend it with my kids when I am here. You know. They, yeah, it's
2: understandable. Yeah. Uh, it's something that uh, I've been thinking about for a while and uh, I had a small conversation with Christine about like hanging out with, you know, like the people we used to hang out and how we don't hang out as much. Yeah. But then I started thinking it's it's not really priorities. It's more of a. You don't lose that momentum of relationship because, as you could tell, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Mm-hmm. And then Lofi and I, and, and you as well, we just picked up where we left off. It's not like yeah. it, I love, it just cuts it off. I
0: love when you're with someone that you can do that with because it is difficult. There's some people you can tell that you haven't seen them in a while, and there's this awkward I mean, silence, and so. it's just like. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad that uh, you're not that kind. Where we can just pick up. I have cousins like that too. Other cousins who I don't see as much as I'd like to. Uh, I see them. I you know I was just we were talking about a quinceanera We were at the mm. other day. Well, last episode, boom. Uh, Saw so some of them. Some of them I haven't seen in months. They all got families. They all got kids. Or like, man, we just picked it right off. I'm like, man, we. And I'm always thinking halfway through, like I'm thinking about with you now. Like, man, why don't we hang out more often? Like, you know, this yeah, is it. it's just like you yeah. put it on pause. You don't yeah. really like. That's really a great say, way to put yeah. it. Yeah. You
2: don't really say, oh, you know, he's not my friend anymore. He's not hitting me up. Yeah, you know, I forget him. No, it's more about, hey, we put it on pause. We we're living our lives. I got some priorities that I have to do. I'm hanging out with, you know, my loved ones. So I got to spend time with them. And yeah. When you and I have time. We'll unpause it and just keep going. That's a, that's dog. a great
0: way to put it, man. Yeah, I like that. Put it on pause. All right, we have a we have a pause. Pause on. Oh my, they shot my <laughs> paw. You know the <laughs> the old dog joke. You know. <laughs> oh, I thought you say kitty. Nope, definitely out. not, man. Uh, God damn it! Third time I have to say, <laughs> go fuck yourself. God damn it, Frank. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just um it's like uh, New Year's. Um, I was telling Christine that new how' Year's was new. Is like, where'd like, where'd it, you spend your new, new Year's? Pretty pretty good. Um. We went and have dinner. Um, Did she too? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, no. Um, it was um, another friend and her coworker and her coworker's date. Okay. So that that was. <laughs> so that was pretty chill. Um, and I, I just told them that um, New Year's is more like a, a single, you know, person festivity. Yeah. Like, you go out there and, you know, find, you know, somebody to connect with and all this stuff. Yeah. And as if you remember, uh, I remember my New Year's were we spent with family and, uh, you know, not going out there and get some tail or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, it's family time. And then, you know, you get to see your friends, like, day before or day after, you know, play some you know, sports at the park, you know, stuff like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know, yeah, I mean... Like, if you
2: want to go out, it's, you know, with, with your wife or, you know, kids, you go see a movie, do something, it's fine, you know. You go see the ball drop, fireworks, all, all that, it's, it's fine. But as far as I remember, it was just more like spending time with the family and then, yeah,
0: that's it. Well, as a kid growing up, I think that was that. Yeah, I th- that. I do remember that happening when we were kids growing up. Once we got to, like, adulthood... It did. I think for me, it became more of a friend thing. Yeah. And
2: see, that's I, when, when, sorry to cut you there. No, that's, that's fine. when You're like, like, you know, like single trying to look out there still like spend time with everybody else trying to make a connection.
0: Well, I haven't been single for a long time. So, so I mean, for me, I was always just because I had kids so early, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I was the only one with the kids running around. So it was like a, you know, like, yeah. early twenties party, but my kids were sleeping or yeah. were around somewhere and you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I think now it's evolved to a good amalgamation of both because specifically speaking of this year, new year, I really didn't feel like going out much. And I really didn't feel like it was a little bit of mix. I hadn't been home for a few weeks and I just really just didn't feel like going to another party, and I didn't feel like going to a party because I had you know oh yeah come here come there. I didn't feel like leaving my kids with someone and like oh me and me and Jackie going out having fun and I didn't I also didn't feel like going to somewhere where it's all family you know oh we're gonna you know. we decided to stay at home and then we really were just it was a it. I really just wanted to stay home, just so we wouldn't have to do our, our. We could do our own thing and just chill. I expected four people there, and that was my wife and two kids. And I told, hey, if you guys aren't interested in going out, doing the whole thing, come through. We're just chilling. We did up becoming like about know, like fifty, a good dozen people. Yeah, it was, but it, we had a good time, and it was a good amalgamation of half family, half friends. That, and yeah. I think, but the fr- even the friends we did have, they were married with kids, you know. So it we like it became this amalgamation of. Yeah, like the whole... Everyone's kind of a little bit more mature. No one's trying to, like, woo, let's get shots, you know, New no. Year's. With you. No one's doing that. But <laughs> yeah. we're having a good time. We're getting drunk. We're having fun. And the kids are still around. It, it, it became... I didn't expect myself to be who I was 20 years ago. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, it, it completely... But I'm not... Sad by that I'm not who I am, who I expected I was. You know what I mean? I'm saying? I'm glad. The, like, yeah.
1: Philosophical question <laughs> I am what I think I am not. <laughs> no, it's I... not at all. No, I'm
0: kidding. I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, my life went in a different direction than I expected it to. than what I expected twenty years ago, but I'm not disappointed by it at all. Like it's, I, this is good. I remember looking back at one point, looking at everyone having a good time, everyone doing bad karaoke, <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah, just being yeah. like, huh, this is this is cool. I like this. This is good. It's not big. It's not small. But it, it's right. Yeah, that's right. what she said. You know? yeah. She's lying. <laughs> yeah, that's She's right. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't right. No? Yeah, I don't know. But but, yeah, I
2: understand what you're mm-hmm. saying. I, I think like. um when you're growing up, you, you you're chasing something like uh, that uh, you think it's gonna be right for A you. value, yeah. Yeah, but then at the end you realize you've done that and it didn't bring you any fulfillment. Any different, yeah. And uh-huh. then at the end it was like just staying at home with you know with the wife and kids. It's just like that's what made you feel.
0: Uh, yeah, I had this uh, when Elliot was on uh, episode eighty-seven. I think episode before that he was supposed to be on today, but last-minute cancellation. Yeah, Elliot, where are you? Ooh. Hashtag Elliot, where are you? Mm-hmm. But we're talking about some of my favorite moments in is just lying in bed on a Sunday morning, not having to get up, and you know, uh, you know, cozen up with uh, with my wife or the kids. Definitely not my cat. <laughs> but, you, know, like,
2: <laughs> I, you said it, not me.
0: Yeah, no, but it's some of my um, some of my favorite moments that I hold most value are just m- memories of real, just being simple, just being real legit. Like uh, I took the kids to knots on wednesday you know they're off i'm off and we we're i think we we're laughing more on the way to tonight's and in the way you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. just like that like you you know that <laughs> uh back bringing back to the simpsons i forgot which episode it was but where maggie gets this really cool gift, but she's playing with the box instead oh okay yeah, yeah. I, I i forgot what it was i think it was the uh, brother brother herb uh i'm not sure if it was that one or not oh
1: like we brought all the family presents uh-huh.
0: And he gets Maggie something, whatever, and like then a, Maggie, like a doll
1: or something.
0: And but Maggie's playing with the, either the wrapping paper or the box. No,
1: she she like gets the doll. She throws it out, and then yeah. it's like the little poppy, the little yeah, uh huh, yeah. And she starts like
0: it's something like that. You think something like you spend money on so much money on something so expensive, like, uh,
1: uh,
0: and then really just, just the moments to and fro, or you know, the real, real simple times is what you learn to appreciate. And not that those moments can not happen when you're younger, but there's definitely once you hitting a certain age or a level of maturity, you appre- you start to appreciate the simple things a little bit more, you know? If you can hit that when you're young, by all means, where you get to that level of mentality where you start to appreciate the simple shit, by all means, you know, you know more power to you. But there's definitely, for the last few years, been this very common level of what's really important in life, you know? I, I really, I've, I mean, I've said it for a long time, but I don't find myself... I'm not... I'm a minimalist. you know? I don't find myself... <laughs> wearing like a fancy watch or whatever the fuck yeah. rims on my car i don't give a fuck about that shit it really doesn't matter you know i don't know i, I it just you appreciate the things you appreciate yeah, I,
2: as a kid i i think um you you see something you know shiny you want it and then you think you're gonna be this type of person and thinking that it's gonna make you that type of person yeah that's not actually it uh, the experiences experiences get you there to be that type of person yeah
0: experience yeah. and memory is really what you look back at and I'd rather have more experiences and memories than I would, like, a shiny watch or a shiny car, whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's something I wouldn't, I don't think, I don't think I was thinking that maybe 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. Do you guys find yourself thinking differently than what you did when you were kids that you are cognizant of? I'll say that because obviously, if you're not thinking differently than when you did ten years ago, man, hey, you're fucking up. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're but do you are, are there things that hit you like, man? I I remember thinking this way specifically, and it was completely wrong huh. uh, when you were a kid, like that. No, I, yeah, case. I
1: get what you mean. I'm trying yeah. to think of like an example. Um, fine. maybe I don't know if it's like a like a real thing, but like maybe like the whole like going out to bars every weekend and going clubbing and going partying yeah it was like the thing that you live for at least like for me you know there
0: was a couple years where i'm not kidding five out of seven days of the week we were going at it we were going at there's like there's like a two three-year block where we had margarita mondays we had two dollar tuesdays we had whiskey wednesdays uh we'd either take thursday off nope we i think we'd only take sundays off right
1: I think that was just recovery day. I, I think, think was Sundays
0: it. was the only recovery ever, But like two, three years. We, and this is not that... Like five years ago we were doing this.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it was about five, five years, years ago. Yeah, five years. it was a little bit more. Wasn't it a little bit before? <laughs>
0: Man, maybe. Or but maybe it's a blur. I mean, fuck who? No, it it was, but, but it was for a good two to three years where we're literally... We were going out every fucking day of the week with the exception of one, maybe two days where we take off for recovery. And... And I thought, man, this is le- – this is what's up. This is what this I – yeah. huh. you might have kids. And I would remember because I wouldn't join you guys until like 10 or 11 at oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, 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 I'd wait till they go to sleep. And then, uh, you know, I'd wait to put them to bed or whatever. And I'd show up or wherever you guys were already going out. like, hell, I yeah, gotta okay, do this. There's that, a yeah, good, legit couple years where we were doing this, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean – And we thought that was – actually, to a point that – I think that experience is needed, though, to, to – I think Jim Carrey said it best. Uh, He says he wishes everybody was rich so they can see that that's not the answer. And I think for us specifically where we think that's the answer or that's the life to live, I'm glad we lived it so we don't have any thoughts about whether or not, how would it be if we did that? We did that already. And we know that's not it. You know know what I mean? So uh, we lived through that kind of experience. And we realized that, well, maybe that's cool for at its time. Yeah, it ran its course. But it ran its course, best way to put it, yeah
1: because you know there was a while where i felt like damn like still doing this like i'm not tired of it fuck it keep going yeah until it was just one day we're like eh, nah, i'm good <laughs> i'm sleepy i, I think uh, it's we, we hit it on the episode with mono when
0: we're like he they stopped throwing the big parties oh yeah and, and i mean i remember being very cognizant of the fact that i didn't want to be 30 throwing these backyard gigs anymore because i remember there was a point where i was throwing these backyard gigs and there was teenagers there that that like 19 18 years old coming to my house to come you drink know, parties party. got so popular that teenagers wanted to come yeah <laughs> and it, yeah, they, they were pretty they were pretty big project yeah x. project x style <laughs> that's a little no, bit of no, it it's not an exaggeration it, it was pretty resembling that to moment, that sometimes that some moments. of the times and I remember thinking, like, man, I do not want to be 30 owning this. I don't want to be that guy. And I remember, like, this is the last one. And it was for Becky's 21st birthday, oh, the last that's Halloween right. party. That's right. And we, we did that. And my little sister, Becky, for everybody who remembers from the previous episodes. And I, and I was just like, man, I don't, I don't want to. Be, this is the last one. And I remember cutting myself off. I think I was only like 27 at the time, too, maybe 26. And I just wanted, that, that's it. This is, uh, I'm done. And, um, and, but we went out with a bang because right? I remember it was pretty big <laughs> but but I just I remember being very cognizant of the fact like uh, man man I'm getting too old for this shit I think I'm, I'm, I'm Danny Glovering sad. this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just cut myself off and not that you know it's a little part but I'm not doing those kind of things anymore right. or, you know that kind of I don't know it was
2: is just... there anything you remember Lofi, from all those years
1: like anything that stood out from all those parties oh man there's random stuff from like all over the place man uh, it's I guess it just depends on what. Like. It was, but
0: it was good memories and good experiences, right? I <laughs> mean, there were I good ones, there some awesome were bad fucking ones, but times.
1: That's the, that's the cool thing that, like, even like, even when something was like really bad, yeah. Like when, if like maybe five years down the line, I could be like right here, just like thinking back, like man, that shit was fucked up, but that shit was crazy, and I'm here now, and we're laughing about it, man. Yeah, it, and that means it's it was. I mean, at the time, sure it was bad, because like, even the could, bad it, ones. Could be that
0: bad, okay, you know? obviously, you know when the guns came through, when we, oh yeah, yeah when the we beat that guy to death, quote unquote, <laughs> maybe did <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> 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 just for like two two minutes. <laughs> yes, so, whatever. He stopped and... breathing for two seconds. Come on, <laughs> you know when when that <laughs> shit like that happened. Even that stuff was where, at the time, we are like, holy shit, you know. I remember literally how, like, a barrel uh, uh, shotgun yeah, pointed at my face. Same, same Actually, same. you were there, right? I
1: was there. Uh, and, uh, was
0: and the well, for me, it was a little different because I was like, oh, okay, this, you know, I would already been there, done that kind of thing, you know, from uh, from the war. I not to get too much into that. But it was just, I remember, like, that was a bad experience. No one can say <laughs> that wasn't bad. But look, but a week late or maybe in the next day when we're all recovering and eat uh, at Chipotle or some shit, we're all laughing about, can you believe that shit? How old oh man? You know, it's already that experience. Right, right. right. It's already that memory. that And I'll never go away. That memory, that experience, that's awesome. Like, holy shit, that fucking happened. You know, that whole thing. You know, they should make a movie about this, that kind of thing. You know, like, oh. I don't know, that's to me way, way, you know, getting back to full circle, that's way more worth it to me than than driving a nice car or having a big house, whatever oh, right, the right. fuck it is, you know what I mean? Like, that's the, great. The decadence. I'm glad, yeah. yeah there I'm, you go. That's the I'm great. glad I went through my 20s having that kind of fucking experience in my life instead of whatever the fuck anybody else is doing. I don't give a fuck if you you spent your 20s saving money. Uh, what What is the, um, Homer's, oh, damn, fucking <laughs> Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> what does what does Homer tell flanders like uh about remember remember Stupid, the
2: episode sexy Flanders no, remember
0: the episode where like cuz he he's a senior citizen right, and oh, they, that's he right. finds out like uh oh he's like oh you're how do you 60 li- years old and you've never lived the day in your life. life that's exactly I don't want that di- it's not me and I don't want that to me i can die. literally i'm i i really do feel confident that I can die today or if not some whatever the fuck and then my funeral my eulogy will not go unfucking noticed like oh this guy did this and that oh there was this is a good time you know everyone's going to have their own <laughs> story bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah everyone's going to have their it. story I mean, flanders if if you're that kind of guy that that type of flanders guy that like, you look so good for your age because you haven't you the, the, did anything the, the, hey man i don't know man i don't to, i wouldn't go down that, that path you well, know, know I what i mean
2: all these crazy hairs. <laughs> <laughs> no um one of the stories <laughs> that uh I remember, um, is, uh, ending up in, uh... Is this going to be s- one of those
1: disclaimer stories? <laughs> no. <laughs> wrap, no,
2: this, this, this it doesn't I mean, involve we'll... you. you know? No, this, that's like fine. When I was, like, oh, 21, 22, um, uh, going, uh, bringing up Christine again, I, uh, I just, like, you realize what she tells me, kind of, like, it's true, but I don't want to tell her it's true. Right. And, like, I just let shit happen so I could go with it. Um... And I I do understand that, you know, but sometimes I just I don't want to I don't want to sink in. I don't want to let it sink in because I want to see where it takes me Um, with with that little, you know, disclaimer, like I said, uh, (laughs) I, I would used to let just things happen and then go with it. Like, I ended up, uh, after a rave, I ended up in some house in, in the hills. Oh, I, was, just, I yeah, was there by myself, yeah. and I don't know anybody. And then this chick just said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take you home. i was like, you know where I live? I'm like, no, I'll take you <laughs> my house. That happened to me in Japan, <laughs> homie. <laughs> that happened to me in Japan. Yeah. She lived in Pasadena, and afterwards, I was just like, in the morning, I was just like, all right, I'm out where's an uber this oh, is wait, before uber like, yeah like where's a tag yellow taxi cab <laughs> this where's a yeah. yellow taxi cab it's puber and and that's the top of funny. the experiences that i, I, I i'm talking about it, those sleepers right there oh, that helps you out like you know see and understand that um you don't need to do what you're set out to do from the beginning you just right need to experience you know
0: little things here and there yeah
1: you know, that
2: yeah that's like, definitely about the life throws you a cor-
0: curveball don't catch it just go with it you know that whole thing yeah
2: know? but then again you have to take responsibility of what comes after that. oh yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> well the way i always looked at it was like what's the worst that can happen type of thing if you ain't killing anybody and all you're taking is an ass beating or either verbal or physical fuck it man you ain't gonna that it's gonna be worth make it worth it make it worth it Make that experience worth it. Go for it. Like, something like that happens. Fuck, fuck it, man. Let's go. See, that's and what I, it, I, you know.
2: I said. But then that, now, understanding that, like hearing Christine talking to my, girlfriend, <laughs> I have to understand that somebody was worrying about me for that, those two days. That, you know, and accounted for. You know, I didn't check in or nothing. i was just like, all right, I'm making it yeah, yeah. back. You know. <laughs> well, it's definitely like that.
0: it's definitely easier when you don't have someone at home waiting for you. Yeah. It's definitely easier. Yeah. Not to say that. Okay. How do I put it? Like, let's say I'm overseas, right? And then I'm... Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was overseas. But it's, there's already a level of worryment that's going on right there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not calling home every day. I'm not sending home a letter like, oh, this and this happened to me. This and this happened to me. So she can worry extra. She's already in her own imagination is already worrying what the fuck is going on. Right. Uh, whatever I do within that time falls in that bubble of her worrying that's not going to change because I'm not giving that info. You know what I mean? So whether, so now, so I'm, I'm allowed to be in my little bubble where it's like, I can do whatever, but I'm doing whatever the fuck I, uh, my adventure is beginning and my adventure is not ending until I get back. And then that's a different story. So, I guess it's different for you since you're at home and someone is technically like, well, no, this is
2: back when I was, uh, you know, 21, 22. Oh, then who gives a shit? No, no, I'm saying it's sinking in because she tells me like certain things, but I was thinking more of, uh, of the lines of, you know, parents, you know? Yeah, but that's to be honest with you care. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm saying.
0: That's kind of how you should like, I I remember being there and I remember getting phone calls. Well, I think for me, it was a little, I was 18, 17 years old. Before I moved out, and and uh, you know my, I'd get phone calls from my dad at three, four in the morning because that's what time he'd go to work. And if I wasn't home yet, he's like, "Where the hell are you?" And I didn't want to answer because I'm with some chick or whatever, you know, on top of Signal Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, did, you know that whole thing. Fine. It's like, God damn it, this is cock blocking. <laughs> I don't, one hundred percent. If if I come if I if I'm working early again three four in the morning I don't see the car or my son the first thought that's going through my head is like oh my god where's my son it's like god damn it let me not call him and I uh, t- mean t- let me text him and then like, like wink once if you're <laughs> if I'm being a <laughs> cock blocker like that's it's already changing my head I'm already doing things differently than my dad would have you know that kind of thing you know
1: just change it with the times you know like.
0: I don't know if you even say in time because my dad it didn't I don't know what time it could have been he didn't have to be that way
2: like civility he's saying I understand it. it's like there's more flexible for his son to you know reply as like yeah that's yeah it's not, not like there blocking. wasn't cool dads yeah. back
0: then where he could have been like oh are you getting some hey cool. just let me know if you're good or if I need to come help oh, yeah,
1: you yeah. but I mean they're a different breed how much uh, bill money do I need it, like I mean I guess like I don't know I'd say maybe everybody's family is different but like. The way Extra that they, strict, are, yeah. you know,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. they are, you know, yeah, they are, you
2: know. I was like, for a minute, speaking of families, I almost started paying rent to your dad a while back.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Why is that?
2: <laughs> we were hanging out so much. Like, oh, yeah. You guys br- staying here? All, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, all the, yeah man. That's I what, that, how,
0: what years are these? Um, uh, You were
2: partying. Yeah. Wait, no, actually, you were, um, you know.
1: Overseas? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, so mentor. it might have been, like.
0: 2005, 2006.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Just so some shenanigans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are good times. Just like yeah. you were saying, like just like those random ass memories where yeah. you just you're in some place and fuck it. Yeah. The Didn't frozen. we get stranded somewhere once and then we just say fuck, like fuck a it? A million like, times. Yeah. yeah. Like uh like one of the stories that I'll never forget. I think I was just telling one of my coworkers about it. We were coming back from Red Room and my tire flew off. <laughs> I told that story to uh, my coworker like the one the month in that Vegas? Vegas. No, no, no. It was a... Um, here, uh, in L.A.? Yeah, uh, Red Room, it's Long Beach, in yeah.
0: downtown Long Beach. No, I, oh, Long Beach. No, because I know there's, there's this other... Okay, go ahead. What yeah. kind of Red
1: Room? What's... Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> We won't get into that. that. That's not legal. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> We won't go. <laughs> Hit me up later. Text me if you guys want
1: to know. <laughs> DM me. <laughs> it's
0: not douche. I'll give you the location in and, well, <laughs> and you guys got stranded. Okay, so okay, so my head is already switching. Oh, up. Right, we're all stranded all in Vegas and not the same as stranded in downtown Long Beach. <laughs> now I'd go tell you, go fuck yourself. Why are you waking me up? <laughs> like
1: um we were coming back from Red Room. It was still in my drinking and driving days. Uh we were on our way back, it was like uh by the no, it wasn't the traffic circle. It was wait. by the traffic circle. Was it we traffic we
2: traffic? did a circle, and then we went to a Lakewood. Wait,
1: Bellflower, I believe. Okay. That was um, the, that was, okay, yeah, so. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, That's that n- was irrelevant to anybody who's not from Lombies <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. this, So, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, it's like traffic circle. Just took a street, driving down, and then all of a sudden, it's like, it just feels like, you know, just like I just ran into, like, a wall or something. And it's like, I'm just, like, fucking, like, driving on, like, fucking, like, I don't know, like, rocks and grass, like, not even, no, it, like, the, the, the car road was shaking, I don't know, I was driving, like, off-roading, <laughs> like, oh, shit, what the fuck, and, and I felt like the car shifted, like, like, I fell down, like, and it was just, like, kind of, like, an airplane landing on, like, debris, yeah, I don't even, you know, I was like, what the fuck, and then I, then I Frank runs out. Wheel. I didn't see, I didn't, like, mind you, I didn't see shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And I just kind of like, <laughs> s- like slid over to the side until like, the car stopped moving. And then Frank runs out. I'm like, huh? What? I'm just looking around just like super confused. And then I just like see him like, you know, and, like, I just see him like with the tire and just like rolling it back over. Like, what the fuck? So apparently the tire flew off. You know? Oh yeah. While he's
2: doing like he's having this experience, I see the wheel fucking passes. <laughs>
1: man.
0: That happened to me maybe like two months ago on the freeway on the seven ten. Oh man. during like eight o'clock at night, so traffic's pretty oh, heavy shit. and on in my Jeep and I remember just being like I, I remember stay I remember saying these words to me like, Stay calm, you're not gonna die. Stay you're not gonna cool, flip. Man. Because my Jeep is not I don't have windows. You know, oh shit, yeah. You know, it's very like if I roll over, I'm going to smash your head. <laughs> <laughs> you're flying. Yeah. I'm going to smash. I just remember, like, stay calm, pull over, do your best you can. And I just remember being like, like, like that is, I, okay, what I'm trying to say is that experience is scary enough without having to be drunk <laughs> in the middle of the morning while that's happening. Then again, you're not in the freeway, right? You were in, like, a different empty road. Empty street. Yeah, yeah, it was an empty street. Oh, like, okay.
1: None of those worries like anybody else getting hurt. So like, what yeah. happen to you, Lovie? Know, All right, so... Like, I, I see Frank coming, you know, like, rolling the wheel. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, it was just, like, super confusing and, like, like what's going on? And then um, I think we were debating, like, what to do. We were debating what to do and I don't know. I, I called John uh, and then I That's called my sister. John McKay.
0: Yeah. And then I called my sister. Jeff listens. Who... I, know, I don't know if John does, but Jeff listens. With oh, his doesn't... brother, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, nice. And then to see who gets there first uh, to help us out because we have no tools on the back. Um. Well, this Why? happens. Why don't you have tools? It's in the... his car. On, on <laughs> I don't remember, man. Um. Oh,
1: Like, do you remember? Like, I used to keep like a little, like a bottle of Jack in the back of the car. Yeah. Why? Because, <gasps> I didn't care, man. Yeah. Are are my, jack? Like, as
2: opposed to <laughs> tools, <laughs> to like antifreeze and water and like
1: emergency kit. In a jack. Like what? But I got a different kind of jack. Come on. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Number seven. Like, hey, man. I, that, that's where I was at that point so okay. Don't judge me It's, uh, it's my youth I'm, I'm judging to I'm judging It's cool The ahead, best anyway.
2: part of the story is like The cop gets there Before anybody oh, gets yeah. there oh, We flagged down a cop We're like
1: oh, What are we going to do Like, no, Did you know it was a cop When you flagged him down you
2: No, know, We didn't flag him down He he stopped because He sees two guys like Right there Trying to fix something He just stops and he, he proceeds to do his routine, I have you guys been drinking, like, the whole thing? Yeah. And then he was just sitting down, and he was, like, shit-faced. And I was like, no, I have um, No, I been played drinking. it off, too, because
1: if, otherwise, if I didn't, he would have been able to tell, man.
0: Yeah, but uh, you could have said you, were, you weren't the driver, right? Well,
1: you he, didn't what yeah, didn't he didn't ask. He yeah, he didn't ask. He just,
2: uh, he he mainly, like, walked towards me, and then Lofi was on the side, I think, texting. Yeah, I just um,
1: didn't make eye contact. That was my one thing. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. So, when he's... he's That's doing, a. R- He's doing red flag this. by the way. That's a huge red flag.
0: Not making eye. What he's doing
2: all this. A drunk driver hits the back of the cop car.
0: Really? Really. Oh dude, it was the craziest thing. That's fucking amazing. So That's like, like something out of a skit or a it's movie. Like, woo, we're saved. That's <laughs> what, like I didn't
1: do that, but in my mind I was like, thank you. <laughs> because it was because like oh, he's like he just wants to like oh okay well let me just get a statement so we can hold get on was it your here. sister or John <laughs> no neither no, no. no I'm it kidding was, of course some guy was. drunker than
0: yeah him, so. yeah he that. just
2: way like slams into the back he's like whoa you guys are okay like yeah we're okay and he's like alright hold on he goes in the back and he's just like
0: yeah, handcuffs the other
1: dude. Straight to the back of the car. Like, I remember, like you know, like, because, like, yeah, when John and your sister came. And
2: yeah, literally, like, five minutes after that, John showed up and my sister showed up at the same time, and they'll, they'll help us out. And uh, a tow truck ended up picking up the truck. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. One of those I remember things. walking
1: by the guy, like, thank you, man you the real MVP the,
0: the, the guy The drunk driver Yeah the truck driver Cause he was just
1: on the cr- He was, he was getting... sitting down On the curb Can't come Like just like Just drained of life Like, like he knew he fucked up like, Well you've
0: been there You know how he feels Right oh, yeah
1: Well not as bad as him But yeah. like Hey I've had my own experience Ed, I wanna car. have that guy On the podcast like, <laughs> the Dude you changed thing. the lives Of two people right there Just because like There's nobody there At that time You know it was empty There's like Like the cop car uh, He was parked like Right behind us obviously Yeah Then I just see, like, you know, headlights in the distance when, like, the guy is, like, telling us, oh, well, just tell me what happened. You know, we were driving and blah, 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 blah. And I just kind of, like, look over and I see, like, the headlights coming closer and closer. Yeah. And, like, I just see, like, they kind of, like... Swerving? Like, it wasn't, like, crazy swerving. Yeah. But it was just, like, a little shift. Like, the closer it got, like, the wider it got. Then, like, I was like, uh... And then the cop turns around. And then he just, like, plows into the back of the cop car. I remember, like, it was just, like, an instinct where, like... Like the cop, like the uh, officer, he just like sucked his hand and he grabbed his gun. So I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go down, you know. And then like he goes over there, like, and you know, like the guys. I don't know what he said because we were just like, it was, it was just complete befuddlement. You know? Right, right, right. I was just like, yes, we're getting away with this. That's amazing. Like man. I've never felt like no the breathalyzer, like that. please. I won't we'll pass it. <laughs>
0: Was that your first time wherever like uh where like cop has pulled you over, did the whole little test things and then like uh either let you go or not let you go?
1: Have you guys had no. that well no? I mean I failed it the last time it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but have you have you passed it before that? Oh, uh, yeah, but it wasn't like a thing where, you know, he it was like uh like like a super long like thing, you know, where I had to get out of the car. Basically, it was just kind of like a minor chit chat.
0: Oh, okay. So like, you didn't have to do the whole like touch your nose, no, no, alphabet, or no. nothing. I had to do that uh, one time when I was pretty drunk. Uh, okay, so I'm in Washington, and I'm taking um, a guy who I didn't work with before, but he's very young, and he's never been in a strip club, and he's begging me to because I I'm driving the ve- obviously I'm I'm working with him and I'm driving the vehicle. Thing. Did he come out with a girlfriend as well? Uh, no, he oh, did okay. it. Yeah, <laughs> just an STD. I did, but he <laughs> did it. Oh, no, me. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> 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 so we're we're in uh, Elma, Washington, which is about forty five minutes from Olympia. Olympia is a pretty big city. You guys know it or no, not? No, Olympia, familiar. Washington. It's, it's that's thirty years. minutes from uh, the capital. Well, anyways, we're at nearest strip club is like I said, thirty four minutes. He's begging me. I'm like, fuck, man. All right, fuck it. Let's go. Right. And I get uh, as long uh, whatever, and I'm at the same way. Like, eh, I'll have a beer or two. You got, you do your thing, buddy. Go ahead and you see your boobies. He's like 18 years old, like, young, and all that. With the- a <laughs> young fucking kid, young 18, 19 years old, young fucking kid, little little kid. Oh no, no, uh, this state we're not allowed to serve you alcohol with a strip club. i go like, oh, fuck myself. Oh my god. <laughs> you know i'm like god damn it it's not the whole point like I'm, I'm not even whatever anyways i'm making friends with one of the strippers she ends up like oh honey we got alcohol in the back though you want and ends up like giving like nice. thank you so much oh like you're getting your tip don't trip <laughs> You know, <that> whole thing. <laughs> ends up like oh we're hooking up we're killing a bottle we'll do whoop uh anyways by the time we come back out i'm pretty good i'm pretty i'm pretty good buzzing this guy's had like the cheesiest smile on his face <laughs> Like, uh, it, I was just, I remember what it was like to be 18, 19 years old and not see titties for the first time. So, I'm like, man, I feel for you. But, you know, he's a little Y guy, whatever, do his thing. Get in some kind of store. <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. A titty store, not a candy store, a titty store. Anyways, on the way back, uh, we hit traffic like crazy. Like, and I'm like, man, it's 2, 3 in the morning. What the fuck, are we hitting traffic for. Ends up being some accident, right? I ended up pulling on the shoulder and just fucking doing that thing. And, like, driving way past it, right? Woo! <laughs> Cops come do their thing. My like, god damn it. And then uh, homeboy wakes up and he's like he's obviously sleeping in at 2 3 in the morning, even though he had nothing to drink, he's a little kid. <laughs> and he he's, like, like, he's like he starts panicking. He's like, Oh shit, what what what's going on? Oh fuck. We're gonna get oh we're gonna get fired. We're on a tr-. oh I'm like, hey hey hey, or do me a favor, real quick, dog. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pretend you're asleep, stay asleep, whatever. Cop pulls me as a chick cop too, I'm like pulls me over, does their thing it <clears throat> starts doing the whole like number one. They has to do the the nose searcher testing, right, right? I'm really good. I'm like, okay, cool. It starts checking my eyes with the flashlight, through through, starts asking me questions. I'm like, I got two ways I can go about this. I can do the real sh- straight uh, uh, yes or no, sir, military answers, right? Uh, she picks up on that right away, uh, you know, oh, okay, you're a Marine. What are you doing here with that kind of thing, right? And I'm like, I can start doing that whole thing, play it up. Or I can start being the smart ass, trying to joke, trying to like see if she has a light side or not. I'm reading her and she doesn't have a light side. And I'm like... <laughs> Maybe the buzz didn't me. Like, I just took off the jokes. <laughs> Do a gamble? So, yeah, I took it. Well, the joke was there. and I was like, should I say it or not? Because she's like, have you been drinking? And I'm like, oh, no, no, ma'am. Uh, ma'am, she coming from a strip club. I just took him to a strip club for the first time. She was like, oh, really? It was like, yeah, they don't serve alcohol at strip clubs here in Washington. <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so, no, I haven't been drinking. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then she's like, uh, and like, oh, you know, I start playing it up like uh, she has a little joke of herself because I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm from California. I'm not sure of the rules here. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure in California, you know, I, I drive in the shoulder. too like, <laughs> you got me, honey. You got me. <laughs> Good. Like, I think she's like, all right, like, uh, you're not far from your destination. Get home. I got to take it. And I think I have a word out for my stuff. I never paid. <laughs> fuck you, Washington. <laughs> Whenever I'm ever going back there, fuck you. Anyways, but that, I, I remember being one, once I passed it like <laughs> i was like oh my god how that how, wow wow because this is the first time like uh it's happened before on the way to like a military base where they can do something if they want to but the most part they're not like really like actually have been with escobar where we're in velasquez v where we've been fucked up and we're like oh dude we gotta get to we're formation you know and the guys are like Man, slow the fuck down. You, okay, guys, go. You know, with the, with, yeah. This is the first time where I've been in like, oh, no, I can't use that as an excuse here. I, I don't know any of the bases here in Washington. I don't know. And I like, oh, as soon as I got in the car, I took the first exit off, you know, <laughs> took the streets the rest of the way. And I was like, oh, my God, we!" I, I could have been fired. from, my I, And like everything started to be playing like the worst case scenario. Right, 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 right. And I was like, oh, my God, I could have been fired. I could have been like oh, I was in a rental. I could have, you know, that whole thing, you know, like, I don't know. Anyway, scariest moments of my life as far as cops doing their thing. while You know, you're intoxicated and they're doing that whole little thing for me. You know,
1: was that yeah. somewhere similar for you guys during that time? It wasn't to the point where, like I said, I didn't have to like get out of the car or anything. It's uh, I think it it had to have been a checkpoint, like the more recent one. Mm -hmm. I just don't remember where I was. I want to say it was in L.A. You know, just out partying over there, like yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, were you heading out? Just heading home? Just got off work? Just like a little random yawn or whatever. i like, all right, just keep going through. It's like, (laughs) hey, sucker. Okay, so you're not (laughs) under the (laughs) wet light flashing. Yeah, it wasn't like that. You just. Just try to play it cool. Just try not to give off that vibe, like you're trying to, you know, like mask it all. That Frank, much,
0: you know? do you get any of that on the metro or the bus? <laughs> just um, kidding. <laughs> oh, you
1: actually,
2: haven't got that in a while, right? Um, yeah, I do. But one when, when I was driving, um, only when I was a, a teenager, uh, Southgate cops uh, were known to be assholes. So. Southgate, Southgate? they pull me over um, a couple of times just for for, for
1: no reason. Yeah, for like. <laughs> hoodlums,
2: yeah, hoodlums. Um, they weren't intimidating, but just it got annoying. I was just like, oh, okay,
1: like, you just gotta like go through the motions, just yeah, kind of yeah. like,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. alright, do your thing. Uh, real quick, Jen, Jen from the, uh you know, our manager, Jen, the uh, not oh, our manager, I'm yeah. sorry, the yeah. band manager, Jen. Six Uh Have you guys heard of Sounds Like Disco? They're very popular. Uh, I singer. know she's posted about
1: them. Uh, the
0: they have a music video out. Check them out. I got, I actually, before I knew that they were represented by her, I got really into them and mm-hmm. I wanted to like, man, I, did I tell you I messaged them and I was like, oh, let's try to have each other on and you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, I don't, I don't know.
1: I did I don't text know. you. I was like, oh, this okay. is a while back ago. Oh, but I was okay.
0: like, oh, you know, uh, these people are interested in being on the podcast, that kind of thing. And then, uh, and I found out later Jen represents them. Uh, anyway, she's asking me now, like, uh, hey, when can Sounds Like Disco be on the show? And oh, no like, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and I was like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll figure that out, whatever. But, anyways, pro- to promote Sounds Like Disco, their music Sounds video, like Disco. check them out. At Instagram,
1: is that the like, same? Sounds Like Disco? Yeah, I but, like, think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they have a Twitter same thing. Sounds like.
0: Are you in any more, like, uh, Frank, any more, like, local bands or that kind of thing or anything? Um, like, not necessarily Long Beach, maybe LA, in the greater LA area. Or are you still listening to that kind of music or are you just um, I, whatever I, you can still, find your
2: hands on? I um, still listen to a, a lot of music. Um, I've, I've been jumping from old to new to, you know.
0: Like, do you still give new lot. music a chance, though? Or do you um, stick um, yeah, with I what still, you know?
2: Um, um, what, what was it? Uh, once the band comes to my mind, I'll... I'll uh, young and a Giant. There you go. I guess, really? Then? Yeah. Yeah. I, they were pretty cool, you know, like to listen to. Uh, listen to their their album, so I thought it was interesting. Um, well, Matt, um, the, the last album I fully listened was the Rated arvel album, album by Queens of the Stone Age. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, and then Kendrick Kendrick Lamar on the way over here. So
0: that's so, a black so. guy, right? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs>
2: yeah, It's just
1: I'm all over the place still. But
0: um, music as far as music goes, I man, it sounds really weird to say, but I really got back into what do you? Talking
1: about? <laughs> I, was just, I was just going through the Susan Booth feed, just uh, random bullshit. Anything good? <laughs> no, this is funny, but it's, it's visual, you know. Just I,
0: I really got back into uh, jazz again more recently, and part of it it has to do with the Miles Ahead film, the uh, um uh, Miles, Miles Davis, Davis um, biopic that John Cheadle did. Oh, how you, was that? How was it? Okay, so. I saw the film, and picks are biopics, meaning there's a level of quality that it, I'm not expecting Scorsese on them. Gotcha. But they're, I mean, they're interesting, especially if you like who who the biopic is about. Right, Obviously, right. I love Birdcage. You know, Clint Eastwood directed the Dizzy Gillespie film. Uh, Miles, you know, I I really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I saw um Shine a Light too, by the way, the oh, Hank Williams one. I'm very disappointed. Shit. But that's kinda like the whole thing what you're expecting with biopics. It's not you're not expecting the best movie ever because like I said, biopics are biopics. But with Shine I but I like Miles ahead better than than uh the Shine the Light did. Mm. Anyways, with that one, with the Hank Williams one, it was very formulaic where you kind of expected where they going. They didn't do anything out of the box. They told mm. his life story in a very practical way that was the same way you would expect. You know, oh, okay. Gotcha. Hashtag Walk the Line. Hashtag... You know, whatever the fuck. They're all kind of... La Bamba, even. They're all very kind of like the same yeah, but thing. La
1: Bamba had Bob. And he kind of it did. It did. It, 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 like you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miles Ahead was a little different. Mm. It was very good, but... They they got him at a certain point in his life, where he was very you know because he's known for being very eccentric, very rude. But in a in a man, uh, actually in a Kanye West type of way, where he knows he thinks he's the shit. He knows he knows he's the shit. He always displayed that arrogance. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And he always did. Uh, But it's definitely in that kind of way where um, he knows he's the shit. He thinks the shit. Everything other than what he does is bullshit. Right. And I guess he could get away with it just because he was it's Miles Davis, Miles Davis. Yeah. as opposed to not that not that Kanye West can't get away with it, but to a certain crowd, it's not a hundred percent for everybody, right? Right. right. Uh, and for Miles Davis, for the it's not hundred percent for everybody. For for who it's not a hundred percent for, it's an emperor's new clothes type thing. For well, I don't know about jazz music, so I wouldn't even know if he is that as good as he is. Right. That's it's that kind of thing. And hmm. uh, I mean, I do think he was literally a musical genius well anyways I ended up downloading his album the ones that he played from the music soundtrack uh, obviously I'm a, ja- I'm a huge ja- obviously I had a jazz man so I'm a huge jazz fan but Miles was always that kind of guy who was like Beatles before the Beatles very popular everybody loves him I'm not gonna give him a chance, and then when you do give him a chance, or even Nirvana, I, and when you do give him a chance, like oh, that's what I really, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I was okay. always that guy for me. So I only had like two or three of his albums. I ended up downloading the one that I didn't have, and I was like, man, this is fucking amazing. no shit, he's Miles Davis, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, I, you got, I, I really, I really learned that I have to be more open minded to things that are popular. Because I always had this arms crossed effect with things that are popular. Mm-hmm. You have everything; something's popular, everybody likes it. Man, I'm my arms crossed. Everybody's stupid, so why would why would they have good taste? Everybody doesn't have good taste. <clears throat> it doesn't necessarily work that way, especially with jazz music. Something's good, something's good, man. Something's really good. I ended up having that effect with him, and I ended up making, like, I downloaded a lot of shit. Like, man, let me just go through my through the list. Paul Whitman, obviously Duke Ellington, you know, the whole nine. And I really started to get back into jazz. I ended up maybe buying that guitar I bought recently oh, just yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah, back yeah. into music recently. I am building up my calluses again because I've been playing uh-huh. so much. And it ended up getting me, like, it, it's weird how a movie can get you so into a form of music that can get you so back into an art that you just kind of almost... Not necessarily gave up on, but just kind of left behind. It reignites the passion. It mm. does. It reignites the passion. That's a p- great way of putting it. Thank you, Frank. And it kind of did that for me. Like, I really just, like, felt like, man, mu- music was my thing for a long time. It was a love. It was a passion. It was an affair. And and then I, at one point, I was just like, eh, fuck music. I'm not really that big. It. I kind of, eh, I'm good for it. And now I'm at the point in my life where, like, let's revisit that. Let's... Retouch on that oh, on how it meant to me. It meant this much to me at one point in my life. There's got to be a little bit of value in there, and I'm just kind of really getting back into the the love affair I had with it, especially especially jazz, just because it's instrumental instrumental music a little bit more than uh, regular music. But instru- I, for whatever reason, instrumental, I think it's just because it's more open to interpretation, where you can kind of guess what the guy was feeling when the guy wrote that, as opposed to something like, with well, lyric. Yeah. Yes, like Robbie Hart. It's really good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like Robbie Hart. Hashtag What Is Here. Hashtag Adam Sandler. Ruby. <laughs> there you go, Quadra. Um, oh, but yeah, something yeah. like that, where it, it, it read uh, something that's not necessarily it has to be jazz, but whatever instrumental whatever music you is, yeah, yeah, whatever thing is, if it's instrumental, you can kind of guess uh, what the interpretation of what the guy was feeling when he went through that, or what the guy's meaning to meant to be felt when he's going through that you know it's a little easier because there's not lyrics where it's v- much direct and i kind of like that and i've been that's what i've been listening to a lot lately you know and it's kind of kept my mind a little bit more open to newer music you know like i got you yeah know, i have that feeling like oh okay cool you know and it's not all piece of shit crap you know it's not all yeah. like you know the pop- just because it's popular doesn't mean it has to be bad or right. generic or formulaic you know Ah uh, but you guys what do you guys review is on uh new new music?
1: Uh which oh, fuck man. Uh, like new music, uh I mean like I guess you got like your I don't know, whatever gets radio play these days, like whatever's the end thing. What is the end thing? I don't know. Like like um like you know, they released a Coachella lineup. I don't know if you guys have seen it. No, of course I've not. I've lost interest. Oh uh, yeah, with good reason with Coachella, yeah. Like, um, uh, Kendrick's headlining one night, but, like, Beyonce's headlining, like, one of the other nights. And, like, Wh- once upon a that? time... Who's that? Uh, Beyonce. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce? Yeah. You nope. don't Beyonce. Bed, Bath, and Beyonce. Ah, I like that, you know. the <laughs> 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 taking me to Red Lobster what? It's Red Lobster. And what's up? Why is, uh... Yeah. I well, uh, was the just thinking, like you know, like for a while, you know, like Coachella, they were very particular about the people that they would have on there. Yeah, really, remember it that? It was very yeah. uh, anti, like mainstream, anti, like pop. You know, I just I see in the lineup. It was like Gucci Mane is on there also. Who's that? Sort of legitimately. Like, oh, a rapper. Just, okay. Mm, can't see the look on my face, guys. Right? <laughs> like, I mean, what's not to say t- that Beyonce doesn't have great songs. No, she no, has I, some I, good it's songs, right? Her, right, but, like, right. It wasn't that festival. Right. Like a festival that had, like, you know, like, fucking Gangstar the Roots, you know, like... Gangstar.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, a, hell yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's, it's like, just, like, looking at the lineup, you know... With I want to see Coachella
0: people. with Violent J and Shaggy oh, Two Dope, man. you know? That's what I want to see. That'd be the only exception, you know? No, they, they actually have a whole thing about fuck... Fuck Lollapalooza, fuck Coachella. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. they invented the whole. Um, Don't they have? Yeah, they gathering of the juggles yeah, the because they didn't want to sell out they, they to were these against like
1: whatever the establishment was. You know, quote
0: unquote, like, they didn't want to sell out to these bitch ass hoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, we'll take all the money. Thank you. Not, not to say that. I mean, I honestly feel that's very middle school, high school way of thinking. Oh, they sold out so they can make more money. That no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, support them anymore, like hey, dude, or you get kind of kind of grow up, you know. Everybody needs to make you you grow out of that as you older you get. Like everybody needs to make money, regardless if they're doing a, something because it's mainstream now because it's more popular.
1: It, it's fine. It's it, supply it's, and demand.
0: It's, it's, it's fine. fine. What's yeah. the actual you know?
2: meaning behind selling out?
0: Like, hmm. uh, like, like it's literally like selling your soul. The meaning behind it—it it really likes doing something that you wouldn't have done if no, this we're, we're, if money wasn't a factor. About like music wise, like, I am like talking about music-wise. Say, I am talking about music-wise.
2: Saying, "Oh, you're selling out." Uh, I the, think what, what it represents it?
0: is doing something you would have done if money wasn't a factor. Doing something Bees against it, your nature.
2: Most, most musicians
0: would. It doesn't matter anymore. Like really, like, I'm. I, why would I want to do? It's really like you got to look it up in a grown-up way. Like I have a wife, I have kids who I have to support. I don't want to be doing this job that I'm doing but i'm doing it but you know i I had this kind of moral consciousness when i joined the marines like i'm literally requiring me to do something that's against morally what i thought i would be doing or why the reason why i'm over there in the first place But if you're you're making music and you're enjoying making music music, yeah um
2: and you and you get paid for it isn't that a great job and not selling out what do you mean in the sense that uh, it's to you, it's not selling out because you enjoy making music and you want to bring it to everybody that you can. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's presenting you with an opportunity to do that and give you money for it, why
3: not?
0: Well, okay, let me put you an example like this: like uh, Limp Bizkit, right? At a time when they were they're a cool hard rock band, right? They're, uh the music for the time, the music they made was very enjoyable, mm-hmm. especially to adolescent teenagers. Uh, and then Fred Durst does a duo with Christina Aguilera. Yeah, hey, that's hey, man! Milking it. Nah, you're, you are know, like selling out. no, no, no. That's <laughs> hey, buddy! You're yeah. you're selling out, hey, buddy! You're doing something you would not have done much. if the MTV didn't offer you a bunch of money. <laughs> Go fuck yourself! <laughs> <laughs> that's selling out right well, there.
2: Yeah, I get, I, I get that. But I, I was more in the, uh, thinking more in the sense of like uh, more like indie, you know, artist. You know, going to major labels and saying, "Oh, yeah, we 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 getting a big deal." So. Again, like the, the, does, the sound change, the sound yeah, changes. Um, it doesn't affect you. Eventually, evolve into a different sound, just kind of like you evolving into a different person. Like, but
0: would that, that sound be the same as if a studio wasn't involved? Because we all know, as a movie, the same thing happens with films. Mm-hmm. Indie director gets a mainstream film. Studio has a bunch of notes, quote unquote, that they need to put Wait, forth. It's
2: in. It's in the. Uh, I think it should be like in a contract. Like, okay, you you have to make this happen and you get that shitty movie out of the way and then you do on uh, and you go on to do whatever movies let's, you want it
0: would be the same for musicians let's get that shitty album out of the way when yeah. that applies to all the masses yeah and then and yeah, technically that album that they did was selling out
2: yeah but to you what's that selling out like you you mentioned like selling your soul and all the other stuff mm-hmm. i i meant to uh, get the point across is like if you're still doing you know something you like and you get paid for it you know, to me, well, that's, that's kind the
0: kind of point. Out. No, it's still selling out, but it's worth it because <clears throat> that's kind of the point I was making. Once you're an adult, it's it's not as big a deal as you think it is when you're a kid, when you're a kid, when you're in high school, when you're in middle school, selling out is such a big fucking deal because you don't understand the concept of someone relying on you for a paycheck. You don't understand the concept of no, your family's going to starve to death if you don't make this money that doesn't apply to you because to you, you'd rather be a starving artist that it's romantic. The idea of being a starving artist, like that's actually what I want to be. I want to be someone who no one understands. I want to be someone who no one gets my music. I want to be that. kind. You want to be, you want to thrive for that kind of uh, suffering because that's what makes better artists the suffering. When you kind of grow up and and you realize a little bit like, uh, you, maybe you know what I kind of kind of free my family <laughs> because people are they relying on me. You, that's what's kind of makes you feel like okay, well, let's it's forgivable. Aerosmith, okay, their biggest hit was "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing." That's forgivable, even because they gave us so many fucking years of awesome hard rock shit, right? Aerosmith's mm-hmm. one of the greatest hard rock bands of all time, right? You know, Toys in the Attic, um, et cetera. You know, Nine Lives, et cetera. Right. They did. I don't want to miss a thing with the Armageddon soundtrack. Fuck it, you know. Like, hey, let's let's give them a pass. <laughs> when you get older, you have this mentality. When you're younger, and Aerosmith is your favorite band, and oh holy shit, did, did they just sing a, uh, a a ballad, a romantic ball? Oh my god, they sold out. They sold. You you have this whole. It's it's bigger in your head than it is when you're yeah. when you're a kid than it is when you're grown up, and you realize money's. You know, sometimes you just need to do these things for that kind yeah, I think of reason.
2: It's a, as a kid, you're romanticizing the idea of uh, what's your, you know, identifying with the the artist. Yeah, with. the
0: starving artist is yeah. such a romantic idea. It's great. Look at Van. Go- look at Van Gogh. Look at fucking Beethoven. All these guys who are amazing artists, they all died poor, and we we want to grab onto that idea that they didn't become famous till after they died, till after they suffered through this whole they had a horrible lives, you know
2: yeah and in in that sense if you want to talk about you know they didn't become famous until they were dead you think they they would have been famous if they didn't die
0: oh i don't know i mean but but when what when, when you're when you're older you realize like that wouldn't matter to you when you're older you realize that like well that's just kind of my young mentality of thinking like who cares if they did make up paint you know whatever the whatever the fuck it was who cares if they did sell out to the government or to the air to the media or to whatever like let let them let them do their let them do this movie so they can make uh let them do the big budget movie so they can make their independent movie peter are you familiar with peter berg he's uh he did battleship horrible fucking movie horrible movie but he only made that movie so he could make the Lone Survivor which was a pretty good movie and it was a true story that's what he really wanted to make the Mark Wahlberg movie it was based on a true story about the Navy SEAL uh, Mio Hirsch is in it based on uh, Ben Foster based on a true story he really wanted to make that movie they wouldn't have let him make that unless he did Battleship with Liam Neeson and Aaron Taylor you know with this whole Rihanna Rihanna thank you (laughs) let alone I should have said that name first yeah you're right uh, something like that. Um, when you get older, you realize these things. If you're a young filmmaker and Peter Berg is your favorite filmmaker, and uh, and he did Battleship, and you're like, "Man, why did you do this? You sold out. You piece of shit. Your you, your hero just fell." And then you, re- as you get older, you realize, "Oh no, he did that movie for the studio so he could do uh, Lone Survivor, the one his passion project, that kind of thing." And you to an end. It it's not end. it's not as big of a deal as it is when you're a kid or when you're in middle school, or high school, or whatever, that kind of thing. And I think that the same applies with bands. And artists in general, you know? Hmm. To me, I
2: see it as in the, as in the way that uh, we were talking earlier because you're having a relationship with your job. So you have to give and take kind of like to maintain mm. that.
0: That's the, uh, the blue collar effect. That's the blue collar. Uh, that's how we put it into the blue collar mentality. Yeah. Like I, I do what I do. What, I guess the differences for blue collar uh, people like ourselves, we do what we have to do so we can do what we want to do. I do what I have to do so I can do what I want to do, meaning I work that job that I have, you know, that I do. Even though, uh, to be honest, I I like it. But for the sake of this argument, let's say I didn't like it. Let's say it was a 9 to 5 that I hated. Yeah. I do that job so I can do this, which is the podcast that I love to do. But I love having conversations while I'm drinking with people like yourselves and putting out there for everybody. You do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do as opposed to someone... Well, I mean, it's just, that doesn't change for anybody else, whether you're rich or famous or not. They do what they have to do so they can do what they want to do. They, ha- they, they, do, they have to do that big movie that sucks and they're going to have to do their thing. They have to do that album that m- applies to the masses. They have to do that duet with Christina oh, Aguilera. You know, sound, yeah. <laughs> they have to do all that so they can do what they want to do, which yeah. is their little indie, si- their side project, their indie film, their whatever the fuck album, you know?
1: Like, uh, What about, like, say, like the... Um... Lady Gaga, Tony Bennett, do it. So like, it's a little bit different, just because I. They don't need one
0: another, basically. Wait, like, who sold out that? No, well, that's see, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's a little, yeah, like, exactly a little thing. And also, Lady Gaga is, is an actual musician. She plays three instruments. She play. She writes her own music, and uh, and she's a fan of Tony Bennett. Who's the? Uh, you think about that, like Tony Bennett's. Is a guy who doesn't write that much original music. He has songwriters, you know. So maybe
1: he's a long, old school way, you know.
0: <laughs> but not necessarily that. But actually, I have that album. It's really good, man. That the album, duet's is, album
1: is awesome. It's awesome. It's really good. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying.
0: Not, not, not. Oh, you? Yeah, yeah. Say Well, I. I mean, I have it. I would listen to it. I that duet, on Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. Actually, you know, it was supposed to be Tony Bennett and Amy Winehouse. And when she died, oh, he man. still wanted to do something. But Lady Gaga was stepping in for those studio sessions. And that's how that came well, about.
1: He was like, I keep calling her; she doesn't return my calls. So yeah, I- yeah, I don't know if it was I'm that. Just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <was> pretty good. <laughs> but that's how I that mean, out.
0: That's how that duet ended up becoming. It was supposed to be Amy Winehouse to do that. Someone who's popular, and it, it's not like you can't just because you're popular doesn't mean you can't be uh, an indie chick. You know, like someone like Amy Winehouse, whatever. But anyways, that's how those came about, and I and I really like that. I mean, like sometimes you get a perfect mix of something mainstream and indie at the same time and that's kind of what that was you know i mean that's kind of what quentin tarantino's whole career is he's the only independent director that's really been able to do studio that sit that applies to the masses and shit that shit that the studio lets him do whatever without notes you know you do your thing you're gonna apply it there's no other directors that's really been that way for you know and the even the coen brothers coen brothers had to uh no no I'm sorry Coen Brothers were some of the other ones that uh, they're film guys who the studio just lets them do whatever the fuck they want because right. it's good
1: they got a handle on it you know
0: yeah it's, it's uh, Miramax really right or Weinstein Brothers now right <laughs> oh
1: Weinstein well, yeah they trickle
0: oh no no you're thinking Wachowski Wachowski yeah, too <laughs> yeah but I mean it's, it's not like you don't you don't have that amount that perfect blend of both every now and then but those are the real special ones, right? The Quentin Tarantino, the Cohen brothers. I want to say Kevin Smith, but he's not in there. Oh Wes Anderson's. The oh, okay. Wes Anderson, someone who yeah. the studio lets them do do you boo boo. You, you. <laughs> you know, yeah. and they're gonna be popular both in mainstream and indie, you know. Artistically. I guess mainstream and artistically. They kinda of yeah. reach both mm-hmm. sides. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that album is a perfect example of the Tony Bennett Lady Gaga duets album. It's really good. If you haven't heard it, check I highly recommend for anybody out there check it out. Man. Or
1: Michael Bublé, oh man. Heartthrob, guys, heartthrob.
0: I keep thinking that's a joke, but it's a real guy, right? Oh, he's real. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I keep thinking he's a a Matt TV sketch, because I think they they mentioned him on Matt (laughs) TV once, like, making fun of him. Michael McDonald did him, and, (laughs) or maybe I'm tripping, (laughs) I don't know, man.
1: He's just, like, a contemporary singer, you know, just, like. Uh, still doing like the thing along the lines of you know, uh, singer songwriter type things, yeah. Basically, mm. you know, they have these songs, you know, like New York, New York, um, right, right, ballads uh, and to, shit, yeah. Right. You know, mm. I mean, they've been covered like for decades, even like back then, you know, they have all these different artists, you know, like covering like these songs, but it wasn't so much the song as it was the voice, mm you know, because they're vocals, you know, oh, songs, right, 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 vocals, but mm-hmm. it's still in that tradition, you know, where he does like his own, uh, he has like albums, you know, of these songs,
0: oh, okay. That's cool. I don't know, buddy. I'm all, like
1: uh, looking up I was like, didn't he
2: make
3: him up? Nope.
2: Real person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Yep. I don't make
0: stuff up. I between Michael shoot. Buble and uh Gucci uh Gucci Man? Man, I I don't know, man. you <laughs> Gucci Mane? Gucci Mane?
1: No, he's, he's a real rapper. Uh,
0: I man, it makes me sound very old when Wait, I when that, I feel out of touch. I shouldn't be saying
2: yeah, ice cream tattoo.
0: Ice cream. No, that's a little wind, isn't it? He has a oh, lot of tattoos has on his face.
1: Man.
2: <laughs> like right here, no. like somewhere right here.
1: Oh, no, they all have something right here, man. <laughs> I, that's, that's the thing nowadays. I guess here is know? the face, like your your uh, your um, your uh, studio thugs as opposed to your real thugs. You
0: know, I haven't heard that, but that's pretty good. <laughs> studio thugs, yeah.
1: yeah that's what it is. There, there's, it's an image you sell. That's why, like, you know, kids see videos, they see, like, them, it's like, oh, Yeah, but man. there's no, I I
0: feel like kids are getting fooled by their own fucking foolishness because. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it
1: is. There's
0: no way you can look at a, um, Lil Wayne's a perfect example. He's 5'4", 120 pounds, and you're looking at him like he's, you're supposed to be afraid of him? Go fuck yourself, you <laughs> know, come on, like. Or it's cool, like. Just I mean, because he has tattoos on his face, you're supposed to be afraid of, is that street cred? Come on. I don't know. It's I make it a image, you know. Yeah, it's just, you're know. right. That's what it is, ma- image. That's a little bit more. That's uh, what we we're talking about, a little bit more mainstream than anything, you know, right? Uh-huh. I don't know, man. What, where do you see uh, – who are your favorite guys? The, uh, do you appreciate more authenticity to oppose the mainstream, or do you hold that against them because they happen to be popular? Or whatever? Kendrick Lamar is really popular, but you like him, right? Who? Kendrick Lamar.
2: Uh, yeah, That I, I think he's um... – his lyrics are pretty cool. Um, t- like I was just listening to uh, swimming pools. Mm, yeah, yeah so that that um, yeah, you know, it's in itself, he's uh, being poetic. On yeah, yeah, yeah. He has he has all, alcoholism you know, and uh, and all that. And, you know, people telling you, you gotta drink because <coughs> you gotta be cool. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's more yeah. learning experiences and all that. No, I I don't hold it against. <laughs> any no, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I don't hold on against anybody if, uh, as an artist if they want to, you know, be authentic or they want to be studio thugs. That's them. It doesn't really
0: affect me.
1: Right. You know, so. It's just everybody's doing what they can to make a bug, basically.
0: As 2 said, <laughs> I don't even know how to say. <laughs> um, uh, real niggas do what they want to do. Fake niggas do what they, bitch niggas do what they can do. That's, I, I honestly, I want to get the tattoo on me because, Uh, It's from driving, uh, uh, driving the, excuse me, Tupac, driving through the view with my rear, nope, staring at the, (laughs) staring at the world through my rear view. And he's like, it's one of the, well, last thing he said, the the song is amazing, one of my favorite songs, but it's not a hit, but, He's just says that he's like real niggas do what they want to do, bitch niggas do what they can do. And I was like, man, that's that's hell yeah, man. You're right, dude. You're right, Tupac. <laughs> you got it, homie. You know, and I put my fist in the like, air. That's, right. okay. that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> No, but I was just thinking, like, I kind of. It's more relevant to any situation, anywhere, any anytime. You know, you do it if you feel like you're in a situation where you do what you're, you're doing what you can. I man, I can only do what I can. That kind of thing, like as opposed to you only doing what you want to do. I, don't know, I think that's what separates you from, I think I- internally or subconsciously, I don't, that's what separates you from feeling like a pimp or a hoe. You know, that's a quote mm. iced tea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're quite, really, what are we doing? 90s rap fucking references. Several I think we are. The fuck. <laughs> it's like, uh,
1: predator prey world. Either one or the other, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> Who's that, like three people are gonna get that? Yeah. Oh, bye. I don't know, I mean, I wasn't quoting anything, it just seems that's what it is, <clears throat> it's either you're...
0: Oh, they were talking about the Ice Cube Predator album, that's what I was oh, like. that what... Yeah,
1: that's what it sounded like Fuck I was trying to screw away, but I fucked up in, a way,
2: okay. um, in the 90s, I didn't listen to much rap, but now I'm finding myself to uh, listening to uh, a lot of Biggie and Tupac Oh, yeah. it's good stuff, so, man
0: good stuff. Well, if you're going to listen to anybody
1: Those are the two guys I listen to pretty much yeah, because everybody like so quotes them and raps about them to this day.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, I,
1: like, I don't know if it's like a thing where, um, like it's almost like uh like people just like try so hard to like you know like attach themselves to it, even if of course they're no longer with us. And there were two greats in their time, you know. Like I you know some people prefer one over the other. Sometimes mm-hmm. both, I guess, just depends. You know.
0: I think just depending where you're born.
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, because people, like, still mention them. you talking know. talking about like, Tupac and Biggie for everybody. Yeah, yeah like, it, like, lyrically, like, doesn't matter who the rapper is. Like, they're always, like, brought up, you know. Like, it's, like, the thing that you, I guess, that's all you can do at this point is just, like, attach yourself to them, like, you know, from a distance, just, like, lyrically, I guess. Yeah. But it's almost, like, trying to, like, you know, like, I guess, would it be like trying to not take credit for what they did, but just like, you know, just like you kind of drop the name. So you're kind of affiliate yourself. No,
0: because whether it's we're talking about rap music, whether we're talking about artists, whether, uh, painters, whether we're talking about scientists, we're always standing on the shoulders of giants. Even in ourselves as podcasters or uh, Einstein, Einstein, you know, said it the best. You know, he's standing on the shoulders of giants as far as he wouldn't be where he's at if it weren't for Isaac Newton. And you go you keep going back with that like <clears throat> you have to acknowledge your predecessors, and especially if they were that like if they were that great where the where the impact they made was it's felt where the new the newer generations are still being uh influenced by them. Mm. that mean let's say influenced by them <laughs> so um like I said, yeah, standing on the shoulders of giants, and to acknowledge that it's it's more of a an homage or a respect factor. So I don't I, I you know that yeah I I I give them a pass on that. No
1: I mean I get that but I mean there's like lots of like great rappers you know from back in the day. But like uh, I yeah. just mean like you know um just you know generally speaking like they're always brought up. And maybe it's cuz it's uh they're like maybe the more contemporary. Maybe like within like you know a certain mm. like period of uh maybe
0: well them together too they're always linked together too just because right. of the beef so that kind of brings a whole nother ambiance like, to it
1: yeah like the notoriety of it notoriety
0: like, of it yeah. uh-huh so that it, oh, it, you're adding that true. factor that's to true. it and then uh you look at someone like biggie who as rap in general uh, an amazing storyteller so there's a style you look at someone like Pac, who's just a revolutionary in his own right. in his own mind where I'm not even, like, I'm not exaggerating when I say the next MLK or the next Malcolm X. That's who this guy was. And, man, they both died 25, 26 years old. So fucking young. And you you, you listen to some of their shit they're saying, and you think there's, like, a 30- or 40-year-old speaking at the time. You know? They're like, wow, you're so insightful. So, like, amazing that they're thinking this way, but... Man, 25, 26, was I thinking that way? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I was coming up with these revolutionary thoughts. Maybe. I didn't have a <laughs> podcast with them, but I don't, I don't, I want not give myself that credit. Like, right. just the shit they were saying, like, revolutionary. So it makes sense that their their lyrics outlast. Not that Curtis Blow didn't have great lyrics, right? He's, he's someone who outdates them. But I can guarantee you, Run DMC. Then <laughs> they were a little bit more funner, quote unquote. You know, like not that they mm, weren't good. Clean, I guess. Not well, not that they weren't good, and not that they weren't dirty, but they just were a little bit fu- li- li- Okay, Uncle Luke from uh, uh, Two-Life Crew, f- fucking dirty as they come. But it's not like he was saying anything that would change the dirty game. As they come. Was yeah. that a joke? Or <laughs> right, <it laughs> <is>? that, almost. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how. That's how you. You know, uh, it's just the value of the things that we're saying, whether it's catch or not. These two guys, Big and Tupac, were saying shit at the same time that was like, made you think that still is relevant to this day. You Mm -hmm. know, that song that I remember when Obama got voted president, that song changes from Tupac. That was played over and over and over again, just because it was more relevant. He is a future. He was literally a futurist, someone who could really predict where things were going, where things were headed. And that kind of that kind of thing. That's why it's still so relevant today. Look at musicians now. Maybe let's say um, if it was if it was in the same way that like rappers were reverenced rap- to musicians would still be. Well, I mean, look at us. We're on a podcast. We st- I mentioned Beethoven earlier today. He's still, you know. Do you yes. think he would have been thinking like, oh, they're going to speak about me hundreds and hundreds of years from now? Right. Probably not. My music will live on. Yeah, exactly. You know, he wrote a song about podcasts, though. Yeah, I'm sure he did. It's B sides. A hundred percent. I'm it's sure Beethoven. he did. So, <laughs> but on D e minor. Huh. <laughs> it's that kind of thing um, You just Some people are so mm. So re- ahead of their time That the relevance Just becomes barely noticed At a point where They're still being mentioned You know to this day If I knew You artist. don't even
1: have to be a fan Of like Beethoven Or, or like listen to the music no. yeah, But yeah. you know how fucking great it's they are It's like you know Beethoven, like you, you know, know the name Beethoven, right? You know because you, of the dog. Or you know, you know. for release?
0: No, I'm like, kidding. You're not because of the dog.
1: Charles Grody. So Charles Grody. Yes. second. <laughs> <laughs> <Beethoven's
0: sad. laughs> yeah, Charles Grody, Hashtag Clifford. Oh, That's what's up. Oh yeah, Clifford. Um, <laughs> uh, <but> yeah, <laughs> man.
2: What's your thought on the Wu Tang
0: Clan? I'm not. I'm well time. I'm sorry, that wasn't a dramatic pause. He Shit. asked me that right as I was taking a drink out of my fucking <laughs> beer thanks man. <laughs> which think depends another one who was just like as far as East Coast stuff, no, as in relevance to like like i'm I'm talking about that like they definitely had an east Coast style that was legit no one else had a style like them. It almost felt underground. It felt like an underground group that got popular because even their beats were very much like underground beats, like shit you'd hear yeah, from so Dr. It. Octopus. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, man, like this is some under- underground shit. You'd feel that. If you didn't know it was a single, like, man, it felt underground. And I like that vibe. I like that vibe from them, you know? There were another group who they said some real shit. They said some shit that made you think if you really pay attention to those lyrics. They really did make you think and they made you think outside the box. Which I think is very important I don't know. You don't I don't think you have enough with that with minorities. You know? You have that with indie films, you have that with the white how do I put it this? You have that with the white not necessarily mainstream, but indie flicks like Wes Anderson, the films like Kevin Smith oh, films, where they have their their guys that are making you think outside the box. You didn't really have that with the black or Mexican community. Wu-Tang Clan was one of those first, first rap groups that made you think outside the box. They really had you feel like, oh, there's some other shit going on here. There's some government conspiracy bullshit going on here. They really made you feel that, my God, they, they're saying some real truths. You know that kind of thing. You know they had they had that kind of Spike leaf feel to them. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Yeah. That, that's the way I felt about Wu-Tang Clan, and uh, I think they're. I mean, even the relevance is still felt throughout today. Obviously, with Method Man and Redman still being kind of more popular than the other groups. You know, like I mean, you mentioned Gangstar earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, I shit. I'm to be honest, with you kind of jokingly. I'm. I feel that way about ICV, about Insane Clown Boss, You know. I uh,
1: mean, like despite like what like say like a like an outsider like somebody that's not familiar with their music. You know, like they they have like a reason for everything that they do.
0: There's yeah. a song called Terrible. That they do on the Jekyll Brothers soundtrack. I mean, uh, Jekyll Brothers album, excuse me. It, it, where I think... One of their lyrics is like... One of the cleverest lyrics I've ever heard in my life. And they talk about... They're not speaking bad about Kirk Cobain. Well, okay, what they say is this, the specific lyric. Here's the thing. The, they have fucking makeup. And their fans are kind of retarded. So they had to have their like, some of them, some of them. So they had this whole fucking vibe where anybody says ICP and it's a running joke. Anybody says a uh, juggalo and you're like you kind of roll your eyes and you're like okay. Uh but their songs are good and their songs are catchy, but and the beats are awesome. And the, the beats, beats are, are awesome, yeah. Awesome, <laughs> but the song specifically uh terrible, Mike Clark by the way, the producer for most of their mm. albums. Mikey Clark uh Geffen. Anyways, um terrible. He says something like um He's talking about Kirkleman. He's talking about Eazy. And he says, "Rap, uh, rocker dies of AIDS, becomes a legend. Rap, no, I'm sorry, rapper dies of AIDS, hardly mentioned. Rocker dies, rocker blows his brains out and becomes a legend. And right there, that's one of those like, that's clever as shit. That's a great lyric, and that's one of the most true fucking factors of all time. Eazy and Kirkleman died around the same time. Rapper died of AIDS." hardly mentioned no one really even knows that unless you saw before straight up Compton came out does anyone even know that's easy eric wright died of fucking oh yeah it, yeah.
1: it was a, it was a thing right yeah
0: and but Kirk Cobain, Cobain, blew his brains out and he literally became a legend that was the most notorious thing that's anyone ever done he blew, blew his brains out there and it it created like four documentaries that are legit conspiracy after conspiracy do we really hear that much about Easy E dying in the in the same year within the same time span about that time? Not as much as Kirk Cobain, right? And it, and they were trying to make a, a a call on racism during the I couldn't find
1: Jen Pittsburgh in your contacts. What the fuck? <laughs> uh okay, I'm sorry. Well, we got the feds on us
0: guys or Tapping our phone. Jan, who's Jan Pittsburgh? Jan Pittsburgh. That's got to be a running thing now for a moment. Jan
1: Pittsburgh, let me throw that in the hashtag. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hashtag Jan, Jan Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Jan
0: Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Siri. You're fucking fucking me up. Whatever the fuck. I don't know. I I really think that uh, they don't get enough credit just because of the gimmick they have. In the same vein that Kiss fans don't get enough gimmick, right? Because of the whole makeup thing and the parody thing. You know, that kind of thing. You guys want to talk about yourselves real quick? I'm gonna take it. Oh, yeah.
1: Or do you need sure. to? Should I pause it? So yeah, gonna, yeah, I'll take pause. a break. Yeah, okay. I, I was like in the middle of uh, what were you saying, Frank? So that um,
2: Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the news at all?
0: Uh, well, internet. Yeah, internet. Philip DeFranco. There you go. Shout out to the Philip, Philip DeFranco show. Hmm. No, 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 he's a uh, YouTuber.
2: Did you didn't watch any local news? No, I don't yeah. watch.
0: Um, okay. local TV anymore. I mean, I'm all about Hulu and Netflix and YouTube, basically. Well,
2: currently uh, the building we live in, uh, was trying to set on fire.
0: Was, was... Somebody was trying to set it on fire. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. so, uh, oh. arson, and all that? Yeah, temp-
2: That was, uh, a little bit scary.
0: You, l- let's be, uh, specific. You live in downtown Long Beach, correct? Yes. And what's in- your
1: address? And what's your, uh, <laughs> 568. Oh, on, uh, Boulevard?
0: Oregon? Yeah. No. Yeah. What is Ocean. it? Ocean. Ocean Boulevard, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Something yellow. Yellow
1: card, guys, yellow card.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, um, so I was trying to... It it got a little scary, like, um, towards, like, the middle part of it. Um, Just because when I was uh, trying to throw the trash away, uh, I saw some of my neighbors from the sixth floor trying to come down, and they were rushing down, and I kind of, like, peeked out through the middle of the stairs, Mm -hmm. and I saw uh, uh, just a hand with a nine and I was like uh, I kind of like freaked oh, out no a little shit. bit and I'm like what the Deep fuck up. is going on and then um I hear the fire alarm going off and all this thing it was going on for a while as well um and um we looked in in you know the Instagram and to see like what's going on outside and they're trying to tell us to evacuate Instagram? the building yeah well I have this thing that social media it's probably like the best way to get you know get news because everybody just wants to put it out there instead of like social i mean that's true news right. outlets interesting yeah interesting. so uh, anything gets picked up like get social media faster so it's in there so long story short um the guy that was trying to set the the building on fire was uh dragged out by uh, the swat team uh, oh. did you find out the motives um mentally unstable was he, I'm saying, was was he a former resident of there? That Boy, kind of he is a former resident now. He's not going back <laughs> to the building. <laughs> so he did live there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, they, he was barricaded in, in, in his apartment in the 6th floor. And
0: was it like a rent he, due or? No, he,
2: he just pretty pretty much, you know, drawn to himself. Like, he tried to set the building on fire. Yeah. And uh, they, I guess it was sent out to uh, the psych ward for evaluation. violation and uh, he's not coming back. But that was a. Uh, that lasted until like three in the morning. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and, uh, you, you could hear the SWAT team and then fire trucks everywhere. Uh, you can get out. I, I got as like as far as like panic. prep was
0: going. Was there a? I mean, is this just a guy with a lighter trying to uh, <laughs> light the corner of the building, or was there like gasoline I already set things like that? That
2: um, I didn't see at all because yeah. there was like really like no fire. We didn't really smell anything. But as soon as I saw, like, the hand with a gun, I knew I had to get back into the apartment and just, like, stay with there.
0: You didn't want to, like, stop him or anything like that?
2: No, because then I uh, d- d- was remembering, like, uh, what I saw instead of jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Um, just, like, the the blue part of the uniform. So, it's like I knew it was an officer. Oh,
0: police that's officer. what you saw. You yeah. saw uh, already an officer just, in yeah, Midway. Yeah, already a okay. police
2: officer trying to, like, get him to come out because he was, uh, you know, uh, trying to. Set the whole thing on fire.
0: I wonder if he thought, like, the he needed to like, quote unquote cleanse the building. You know, he thought there was demons, in it. or you're like, oh, I'm, I want to interview I, this guy, well,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, then again, um, that building ha- has some uh, uh, weird stories. Uh,
0: yeah, I know that it has a history of like haunting type things and mentally unstable I, I i remember when you i think i've told you that when you guys moved in here like man i'm so cool it's so cool you guys moved in here because it had a history with it i remember telling you guys that or that kind of thing but
2: well the more well we, we've been living there for a while but the more we're learning about the building and the, the more our landlord and not only her but like people they've been there forever they're yeah trying to, you know they tell us what, what happened um, the more I find it, it's really interesting, and it's a little creepy. Yeah, 19, I bet. Yeah. yeah, 1920s building, it's uh, it's awesome. And it I looks like it. a 1920s building, yeah. too.
0: Yeah, very old school, very... uh, th- if, if you're at home trying to picture something, picture like a 1920s Harlem apartment. That's kind of what it looks like, best bet. Yeah, yeah
2: it was one of the... Uh, not, not the beginning part, because uh, I think there were more buildings, uh, you know, 1919, 19, mm-hmm. uh, and then 1920s, they built the... Uh, my apartment building um but it was a hotel back in the day when it was oceanfront and i believe
0: um what are the
2: a bunch of like um you know celebrities from like back in the Oof. day used to stay there it used to be like super nice
0: what are yeah. some of the uh, the creepy stories that you've heard um, that you want to spread through?
2: um a guy completely vanished
0: completely his, vanished yeah his
2: hmm. uh his rent was due for the second time in a month and they knocked on his door and all his belongings were there, ID, everything. He just, gone.
0: That's not as creepy as I thought it would be. You know, he might have like, been in Arizona. What, let me, give me, give me a creepy, creepy one. Give me something where, like, what the fuck, you know, that kind of thing.
2: Well, I'm not as perceptive as, uh, Christine. Because mm-hmm. she's more of like, uh, she picks everything up. She's, um, uh, hypersensitive. Yeah, uh, like, shadows... Here and there. Yeah, um, I've, you know, I've heard that before, people. yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you spoke spots, about it before. Yeah, yeah cold spots. Uh, um, just weird noises here and there. Um,
0: I knew a person that was, you know, could read shadows. And he wanted to set the building on fire to get rid of the <laughs> shadows. That's right. I remember. No, and the, <laughs> the,
2: the A floor. Um, you, once you go down the stairs, if you're... You're around there and just go down the stairs. It's just, it just feels weird. I believe that's the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, that's the ballroom used to be there. And that's it just it's it has this like cold coldness to it. Other than that, I, I, I never hmm. felt anything.
0: But that's also the room without the heater, right? So there is
2: that factor. All all the floors have heaters.
0: Except for the ballroom. Um.
2: There's... The, uh, that's
0: why it's cold.
2: Rooms around it. The...
0: Nope. But the bottom is cold. <laughs> so, does
3: does that... <laughs> No.
2: Nah. I know what he's trying to. Do, but yeah, no. <laughs> it's like not just the spot; it's just like just around the area.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. No, it does definitely have a. It's really curious. Really cool. Like, if you want to take pictures anywhere old school, that's where you'd go. Like, I remember there was a por- porno film there was starring, uh, man, I forgot the girl's name. She has, yeah, she has a birthmark on her right shoulder. Big tits. Fuck, I forgot her name. She's really pretty. Really pretty girl. Anyways, it was set in, like, in the 1930s or whatever the shit. And they filmed it there just because it had that kind of vibe or feel to it, you know? Like, if they were making a Captain America movie set back in the 40s, they would film the all the apartment stuff there, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, but do, do you think it's more our imaginations playing a trick on us, just because it has that kind of vibe and that kind of look, that kind of thing?
1: No, there's definitely that element to it. It's an element to it. You're expecting it, so like well, any little thing. not to
0: say that it isn't really happening, yeah, right, right. But it's a factor we have it to consider, it, right? I always it's a big variable. Right? I always, I always, I always liked it was like to include because look. Not to say that aliens don't exist, or not to say that ghosts don't exist, but let's be real, let's be real, man. This might be a factor into why we're thinking that it's very possible that ghosts or aliens might exist, right? I always wanted to be upfront about it, you know?
2: Lofi yeah. has stayed over. Um, he's a little hyper sensitive as well uh-huh.
0: about
1: certain things. I'm just hyper. I'm just running yeah. around. Uh, I'm right, just
0: emotionally yeah. sensitive.
1: <laughs> <that? Was> she left <laughs> me. <laughing?
0: laughs> uh, they all do. That's yeah. cool. That was man. a sad episode of 30-something. Uh, yeah, that guy, was that a show from the 90s?
1: Thirty, uh, right? I keep thinking 30 going on 30, but that's a uh, Jennifer Garner.
0: 13, 30, and 30, yeah. Uh,
1: sure uh. Fucked up. How about you? Have you,
2: have <laughs> you felt anything weird? In, oh, all the time. In, you know, all the time. Besides my uh, hand on your thigh. <laughs> right, now? right now? Right now?
3: All the time.
0: No, I'm always very, like... Does that make it weird? No. It makes me confused about my orientation you know it shouldn't make you confused it should make you comfortable <laughs> I it doesn't do that at all i've never oh. been comfortable you know, like sexually you say,
1: like with new experiences <laughs> just go with it, just go with i've never sexually or just not sexually i've never been comfortable
0: no <laughs> yeah. i you know like that kind of thing um uh happens all the time i'm very freaked out by not freaked out because okay so there's lots of times where i'm in a place or a thing where I have a very creepy vibe going on and you have that feeling right gut instinct type thing or just that your heart drops type of moment. But it's like a minute two two minutes long and you're just feel like what you're looking around like what is going on? What is is there anything around me? Oh, my God. Is it here yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of thing. Right. And then you have that kind of moment. And I'm very, very, very aware, though, and that's what kind of fucks me up because I'm very aware, like, this could be this. This could be that. This could be this. Dude, you could have ate something wrong. And that's why you're feeling this. You know, and very, <laughs> you you want to give all the options. Not to say that I'm not allowing the fact that the paranormal might be involved, of course. But I always want to give a reasonable action to this might be this. This might be that. You know, don't don't get carried away just because you have a little gut feeling just because you're a little bit scared. You're a little bit sensitive. Let's not get carried away. Let's what's the rational explanation? And also in the vice versa, like, okay, so this actually rationally explains that. That doesn't mean that this isn't possible. That I'm not that there isn't a fucking ghost literally on my shoulder right now, you know. That's not let's not get away with that. So it's it's always a weird balance that I'm always constantly but it happens all the time. All the time. Especially because Sometimes I'm running at two, three in the morning when there's when the creepy shit comes out, and you're running underneath an overpass or underpass, excuse me, of a freeway, and there's fucking <laughs> like a. I remember, especially when I was marathon training, where I'd be out all, all crazy hours. There'd be literally homeless people. I'm not kidding. Like there, I'd run under underpass because I'd run the canals, which means the. Uh, uh, how do I explain it to non Southern Californians? It's the. Um, the running track underneath the bridges for the freeway
1: oh which one like
0: maybe uh, uh, the cana- any i mean it's the canals from here to long beach um, like downtown long river, beach you mean? Yeah. la river yeah, okay. but <clears throat> but i'm trying to explain to anyone anyway, non-southern californians uh, google guys come on i guess <laughs> you have internet access anyways my <laughs> underneath the canals uh, just picture like a place where homeless people just that's where they dwell right there'd be times where i'm running underneath Excuse me. Uh, they'd come out during the nighttime only is when they would really show their shows. I'd Freaks be running, night, and yeah. there'd be a guy literally oh fucking head. going shamba blah blah, blah blah You know, like just uh, stumble, f- whatever the fuck he's saying, Latin, uh, fake language, Farsi, <laughs> um, Aramaic. I don't give. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. But he's Speaking like in but his arms are out there and he's and he's like blah, blah, like that Preaching kind of shit. Word, yeah. yeah, exactly. And in, in a scary, scary way. And I'm have to run past, like literally within two feet of this guy. And as I'm running, I really have like like oh, I'm about to knock this nigga out like I'm <laughs> about to But very, very scary. Very, very, swing. It just gives you an eerie feeling, right? right? Yeah you're going through the, in it's complete darkness. It's not like there's any streetlights down there. There's not.
2: Would you say that would be a, like a flight or a fight effect?
0: Yes, like absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. And as I'm running, as I'm fighting, leading.
2: fear. You know. Oh, a
0: lot of you know, bit, bit of like fear. <laughs> and they're like, and, you're, and as I'm going through there, I'm thinking in my head like, oh shit, if this guy's attacks me, this is the move I'm doing. Or if this guy's attacks me, this is where I'm going. Or, and you have to really just kind of decide like, should I attack back, choke him out, or punch him out, or, or just run, or sprint, run faster? He's not gonna, he's not gonna catch me, or he's not gonna chase me, you know. And it's that kind of, It's just a really eerie feeling. Anyways, as you're going through these things, you you have these feelings constantly. I'm having these feelings constantly, and I'm, I have to constantly check myself. Like, this may be that, or it may be this, but that doesn't change the feeling that I'm having. So it's eerie is the feeling I'm having that doesn't it doesn't change whether i'm doing uh I'm thinking about it reasonably or I'm thinking about it uh paranormally yeah. I guess is the way of saying it. um the feeling still exists and the feeling I'm still having is very eerie and very icky right. and very kind of like mm, so you shit, I don't feel comfortable kinda, you
2: know? kinda like that uh, getting used to feeling uncomfortable
0: very like used that. to feeling uncomfortable, yeah yeah absolutely. And, uh, I'm assuming is that the same, just living in a place like that, that kind of thing. I mean, our old house was haunted, obviously haunted. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even there and loaf and Jackie told me stories about the doors opening on their own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, Man. yeah, and the the doorknobs like the doorknob where it's hard to open, where it wouldn't open at all, even though there's the no closet, lock on it. Yeah, the, the closet door, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no lock on it, and it can't open. You you're trying your hardest to open it, and it won't open. And that door opening on its own, that kind of thing. right? I,
1: I, I was just waiting for you to pop out, like, okay, like where is he? Okay, ha. Oh,
0: ha, well, well, I mean, for anyone who hasn't heard, because I think you mentioned it before on the podcast. I want to say, yeah, like I think we
1: might about
0: have, it, might have not, but if you want to re bring that story up, anyways, um, that house was haunted. That house was haunted. So we got through. The those experiences all the time and it well, just it became
1: over when we were kids man. yeah i remember you and patty used to tell me stuff all the time it became
0: just kind of like for me like where you kind of get through it where you know it's not gonna hurt you hurt you but it's creepy still go ahead and tell that experience just for the listeners at home
1: um yeah uh, so uh I guess I'd have to like give a layout. To, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, were you guys
0: waiting out. for me to come home, or I was? Yeah, I was just away.
1: No, no, you you were like on your way home. I got there, but like, this right is like what
0: two, three in the morning type of thing, or are you, uh, or no, earlier it was, that.
1: Like, too late. Like it was in the evening, definitely. But mm-hmm. I don't think it was late, late. I think it was when you were working in uh, Culver City. Was it? Or okay. Or yeah. Century City. Like, City yeah. City. Like you were on your way home. I remember. Um, I was at your fridge. Like I remember that moment. I was at your fridge. Uh. I think Jackie said, like, oh, like, yeah, he's almost here or something, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, looking for, like, orange juice and, like, vodka because I think right. a bottle of vodka or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember hearing it, like, the doorknob. I was like, oh, what? shit, there he is. Because, <laughs> so, you know, like, it's, like, very parallel to the door almost. like the very, Yeah, like, the closet kind of look- is in I'm front like, of the front door. You know, and I'm just kind of like, oh, shit, like, hey, Steve, like, I almost, like, wanted to ask you something, you mm-hmm. know, like, almost like where. Like, like, just like right now, where I know that you're there, and I'm just gonna, like, just kind of, like, look over and just ask you something. Yeah. You're there. Hey, can
0: you know where this is at? That, that kind of thing, right?
1: It, it, it's, it was one of those things where I'm, like, like, waiting for you to come in so I could, like, talk to you or something. But, like, the door wasn't moving. The front door wasn't moving. Was like, what the fuck? Like, what did I just hear? Then I just kind of, like, see, like, the doorknob, like, from the closet door. It's, like, right across, like, literally right across from the front door. I just see, like, the doorknob just kind of jingle and it just, like, kind of, like, opens. On its own. Like, what the fuck? Like, all right, guys, good one. Like, yeah, like, What's going on? <laughs> you know, come on. You right, right. <laughs> uh,
2: You know? Come what out now.
1: What the fuck? like okay like like who else is in here you know? yeah because uh-huh. as much as you might want to believe something, you, get, you, you know, gotta is- keep
0: in mind that this doorknob specifically for this closet extremely hard to open even when you turn it all the way to the right or left like pulling it it it, it gets stuck easily you literally have to muscle your way through it to pull it open so for it to do it on its own is an extra like just, what just, the just fuck like
1: a, like a random ass door just yeah. like the doorknob jingled and then the Door just kind of it didn't like fly open. It was just very like you know creaky, just almost like cliche horror movie stuff. It was
2: letting you know I'm here and I'm creeping you out.
1: It, it, uh, like yeah, that, cliche well, horror movie You know, it's like like the first instinct is like okay, like oh you know like
0: someone's like, got trying okay, to play a trick on me. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever, uh-huh. you
1: know. You out I'm the like closet the now. Fuck? And then when you got here, like you you were um like like. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, like, I just got here, which remember, is
0: like way later, right? Minutes was, later, like ten minutes or something like that.
1: Like, I don't remember like the exact moment, but it wasn't like too long after. Because I mean, I was just like puzzled. I just remember being puzzled, like, like what the fuck just happened? Well, what, what did
0: like, you tell? Because it's only you and Jackie awake yeah. at the time, right? So and what did you you do? What were Jack Jackie's at the computer? I'm assuming she's at
1: the computer, which is like right to it would be to her left, like mm-hmm. the, the door would be to her left, and. I like, I don't like I think it was just like one of those things like like what is that? It's like I don't know, <laughs> like like come on like right. like I was right here like if you could tell me like I'm not gonna be mad. Okay, you guys got me. You can yeah uh, yeah whatever. <laughs> so, like, I don't, like like I don't know because I'm pretty sure like she said like I think you've mentioned you guys have had um stories you know where like things yeah. kind like of happened. And I guess it was just like my first time where I actually like experiencing
0: something. or witnessing it. Yeah. You know
1: like okay come on like don't make fun of me come on it hurts my feelings come on stop. <laughs> you know it, it was just uh like i had never experienced it before you know it was, like it was my first time maybe i was just uh being uh skeptical because mm-hmm. uh i don't know what the thing like come on like it was just like a door moving and i'm pretty sure like somebody had a string somewhere it was, like i don't know but you weren't buying it huh like at first i wasn't like okay come on like Like, you guys are messing with me, right? Right, right, right. But uh, it's like, oh, shit. That's what it was. Like, I don't have any logical explanation for it. You know, like, maybe somebody could be like, oh, well, it's because of the heat expands the wood and does this and that. Mm -hmm. Like, some kind of logical explanation. But I don't have one just because it was a closet. It wasn't like a room where somebody just kind of, like, messed up the door and just kind of, like, hid in the closet or jumped out the window. It was a
0: closet in the middle of nowhere. Like, at yeah, ten at night, when the kids are already said no one's around there, right? It, it couldn't have happened any unless someone was manipulating it. Basically. It almost feels like that, right?
1: Yeah, like there's no logical. Way what? What? It.
0: So when you turn to Jackie and she tells you, like,
1: like what did she tell I you? Like, I don't even remember that. You know, like, like she was just looking at me, like she was just confused as well. You know, like, I, like, I don't know, like. Like like why like why are you like shocked at me? You know. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I I think that's my my instinctual response because like, he almost
0: looked at her with like hands on her sh- on your hips like like, like come on dude, like, dude what are you doing just, <laughs> on, trying dude. to fool me? Yeah,
1: I can yeah, I see I've seen this movie before. <laughs> like, <Not> that, like, <laughs> it this to me, you know? Yeah. Which is, like, like, I don't know like like she was like witnessing it too. Like, right. Like I don't know if it's because like you guys were like already used to expecting stuff like
0: that. A little or? bit, kind of, yeah.
1: But like for me, it was just like. What man. happened with
0: like obviously with with cabinet doors and uh, Jack can tell you Jack can tell you uh, a funnier slash creepier for her story about with uh well with the door balloon. Have <laughs> you heard of that before? You ever heard of that door balloon story? Uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah, a door balloon like literally followed her into the backyard around a lemon tree, in <laughs> You, got, what? 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 No, you gotta have her telling you the story. because no, It's gotta hilarious. Tell it. I'm in, I'm... <laughs> Okay, I'll tell, I'll have her tell it better, but cuz it happened to her, but she told me how this happened and it was funny. There was like a door balloon where it's like one of those uh you you know obviously for for birthday parties where you blow it up. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. That kind of thing. Anyways, uh well we had it like leftover, right? Kind of leftover residue whatever. She was doing dishes and the door balloon kind of hit her and like tapped her, right? And then she and then she looks looks over and she thinks like oh my god it's Steve like you know whatever like push it towards me and she's like whatever. Anyways, it goes away and then it comes over like um, the the corner of the the room of the kitchen and. And it's like <laughs> it's looking over like this. <laughs> like uh like where the head is when he peeking out. Cause yeah, peekaboo time <laughs> yeah. style, right? And Jackie looks over and is she still thinks it's me, like fucking with her, right? And she's like, Ha oh, ha okay, Steve, cute, right? <laughs> <clears throat> that kind of thing. <clears throat> Anyways, because the door balloon is kind of like peeking its head out, door but like very slowly, <laughs> anyway, uh, and then uh, once again it hits her, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she, keep in mind, I'm in, I'm taking a shit this whole time, and I take a very long time because I'm reading my comic books, and uh, and she's just like, she tells me this after, and then she goes outside to get some lemons from the lemon tree, which is a hundred yards, no, hundred feet. So, like, 30, 30, 40 yards from... Because you have to, like... Right, right. And then turn the, corner. Then turn the corner. Okay, yeah, 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 Well, as she's getting the lemon... A big backyard, by the way. Big it's back, Very big, big backyard. backyard. Keep in mind, Project X... We were mentioning it earlier. Project oh, yeah, X right. style, right? 300 500 like 300 300 people outside. And um, as she's picking lemons, the door balloon hits her again. Like, it, it literally falls outside. On outside. the outside, it followed her. And it picked her. It could be the wind. This is my... Analogical, uh, uh, analog mind type of thinking, like it could be the wind, that kind of thing. Hits her again, and she freaks out. Like what? The? She you know, she says that <laughs> thing turns around. Like, oh shit! She turns around and pushes it away, and like kind of like, you know, just smacks it. It's a balloon. Fucking smacks it, right? Big door balloon Mexican, uh, what is it, a Mexican party shop. You know, <laughs> one of those kind of things. Gets her balloons and. And as she's walking by, now she's coming back to the thing. She turns around and the balloon is like has her face on her and is f- floating away. Kind of like doing that whole thing. Like I'm watching you <laughs> no, she- and she's creepy. And then she comes to me. I'm in the bathroom. I'm on the toilet seat still. This is like 10 minutes. The whole thing takes like 10 <laughs> minutes. She comes to me in the bathroom like, was that you? She She says this. Was that you? like very angrily but laughing and like and I'm reading my Teen Titans comic book whatever the fuck and I'm like <laughs> I look up at her and like, the fuck are you talking about <laughs> it's just like that was a you right now with a door balloon I'm like door what the fuck can i okay babe whatever i'm, reading my, I'm like ignoring her i'm reading my book whatever miss Martian just I found out as a white Martian, so I got to, you know, whatever the, whatever the fuck it is. She was like, that wasn't you right now. You didn't put the door it. I'm like, what are you talking now I'm, Now I'm actually asking her, like, tell me what happened. Everything that happened, because I'm completely interested. Spread no details. Uh, please tell me everything. <laughs> you got to have Jackie tell this story. you never heard this, Luffy? you got to have maybe, Jackie tell this story, maybe. because the way she tells it makes me... Makes me tear in laughter so bad because I'm picturing the door balloon (laughs) (laughs) like with her hands out. (laughs) Just like la 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 la. It's the way she said but she's so frightened. She's frightened of this door balloon. Like la 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 la. Uh, It's hilarious. Anyway okay, the house is haunted. Is that what our original <laughs> boy was? Yes. We have confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, peek-a-boo. Peek-a-boo. It's amazing. It's crazy, dude. Oh, uh yeah, so anyways, the house is haunted sometimes and whoop whoop. You know, our new house we haven't had too much trouble with, so but yes, we get that every now and then from time to time. But you gotta slide it off. Hey I gotta I gotta keep thinking, like you got to think of it logically and rationalize. Ra- you know, you got to rationalize, but at the same time not ignore the fact that it could be something paran- paranormal, you know. Do you feel the same way? No. No, what do you I think? Don't. Only paranormal or only rational?
2: Um I think I mentioned this before. Uh it's harder for me to uh, you know, believe that that's happening without so only rational yeah mm-hmm. in a sense I I, I, I would understand that uh, it happened somehow the wind pushed it or whatever but Jackie's balloon story sounds very <laughs> creepy gotta have her
0: tell you tell you the story like,
2: for me I'm I'm like maybe it's like she had like an electromagnetic field it was just like you know Trying to track the like, yeah, or you static, I mean, you obviously,
0: like... you know my backyard. It's yeah, I the, know. The That's why literally I thought, followed, like, her. They followed her from the <laughs>
2: kitchen, turned around, and it hit her, and it literally hit her,
0: and then come back around. Dude, it's so fucking funny the way she tells it <laughs> because in my head, I'm picturing this fucking door balloon with her hands out <laughs> um, in the in the weird in the in the way that the hands can't move. You know that whole thing like <laughs> uh, uh, it can't move without the head moving.
2: You know? I'm like, imagining it went down the stairs and then. Moved oh, Oh man! That's how, that's how
0: that's, how, that's how I was imagining. I started laughing when she told me this. Kangaroo song. Yeah, the kangaroo. The kangaroo song. That, that, <laughs> yeah, Barney style. A, uh, dude, it's so funny the way she would tell me because I started laughing and she's like, <laughs> "Don't fucking laugh at me!" And, and she she was legitimately scared. Like it, wow, man, it's too funny. Dude. You gotta have her tell you the story. It's too good. it's too good. Uh, no, 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 like. I always yeah. try to rationalize it, but I'm not ignorant to the fact that it may not be not possible. Well, dude, I'm always me and Lofi are always oh, going yeah, back yeah. on it. Like, it's very possible. I'm always acknowledging the possibility that the paranormal may be real. You know that you well, have. I'm to.
2: not contesting that it may may not be real, and I, I, I think it's real, but I, it hasn't happened to me. Oh, yeah, and I don't. Really, want to say I want to witness it, but I'm just saying it. It just hasn't it could
1: just happened. be a doorknob. That's what it was for me. Yeah, like if it wasn't for right, that, yeah, like right, right. I would have right. been the same thing. But
0: and you're very like, much into that world where you're trying to see something, I mean, right? You want to, but like, yeah.
1: still I'm not gonna just like jump out like, oh, like a fucking. A uh, leaf fell from a tree. That's a oh no, film. yeah, right, like, right, I'm not right. Trying to do that, like, like I want to like see some shit. If you know? feel
0: that eerie presence or eerie ickness, oh, then man. it makes you. That, that's what, like, okay, then I feel that eerie ickness. Whether it's Coke to Pepsi or whatever the fuck, oh, my but goodness. you felt, yeah, I'm a fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Whether whatever that feeling is, you got that feeling from that from yeah, that door yeah. in my house. That door not feeling in my, it wasn't in my haunted like, house. Like, house whatever. It was
1: just because they caught me so off guard, it was just like, uh, oh, like, hey, that like, oh shit, like, where's Steve? Like, right? Like, okay, like, what's going on? It wasn't until after you know, like, kind of like putting two and two together. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, right? Like, what was that? You know. That's yeah, curious, because I, I,
0: I thought your house before that was haunted, too. You didn't, you didn't think
1: that? No, I mean, yeah, because you guys have told me so, like, since forever, but i never, like, seen anything, you know? Right, right, right. It was, that, that was, like, the only time that I've ever, like, actually seen it. With like, your own eyes, or felt yes. it, felt
0: that eerie experience, right? That's, that's kind of the whole point. If you feel something, whether it's um, the evidence is valid or not, whether the evidence could be kind of skewed away or not... If you felt that divine presence or if you felt that ghostly presence, you felt it, man. That that there's not know if ends, or ends what about it. Maybe that's kind of what hasn't happened for you. You just haven't felt that kind of convincing presence, right? Yeah. Is the best way to put
2: it. Cuz like now and then I I I do feel like cold spots in the building, but it's just like you know you're you're your hair, you know, back in your that, yeah. yeah Maybe there wasn't a paranormal.
0: heater over here, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, there's nothing oh, yeah, to convince like, you.
2: Well, uh, I don't want to say I don't I don't want to believe in you know all that stuff because I like I said I, I do believe there's a, a you know a paranormal or like life after death and all that good stuff, but uh, I don't want like its strong assurance as a balloon following me, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe there is, and it, 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 fortunately for me, I, I haven't felt anything like that strong or witnessed something in, in that nature.
0: That's all right. That's it, cool. Yeah,
2: I, I, yeah uh, I was gonna say I think I've mentioned something before, but uh, no, um, not to that nature of you know doors opening and you know
0: A balloon you know, door but of the Explorer. Are, I'm balloons. still like
2: <laughs> imagining that balloon. Just, like, yeah,
0: it was adorable. <laughs> When she oh, yeah. when Jackie told the story, I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, but she, she was frightened, like almost like oh, watery man, eyed. After
2: you followed her all the way, Dude, she was watery back.
0: eyed, and actually, that's what kind of made it funnier for me. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You're afraid of a balloon, bitch? Come on, you know, no, nah, like, um, I don't know, man. To me, I feel like uh, I just you gotta acknowledge the possibility that it might be possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about most things in life. Just acknowledge possibly that it might be possible. I'm not sure about anything. Whether it's anything. There's nothing absolute the way I feel about stuff. And whether it's a theory on God or the theory on evolution. I'm not absolute about anything. It may be possible, maybe not, you know. And you just kind of have to judge your life on variables. And the ghost thing about things being possible in the afterlife, it's a variable. May, may not exist, may not, but may... Will exist, you know, you have to be able to allow yourself that judgment, you know, not to be so, you know, to be so. I'm sure it doesn't because it hasn't happened, be, you know, allow it, that kind of thing. How, yeah. uh, do you feel that way, or because you do seem pretty open to it just because it hasn't happened to you personally yet, you do seem pretty open to the experience that it well, the, uh, the extraterrestrial life may happen. Uh, Either extraterrestrial or extra uh, paranormal life may be possible. Well, both are,
2: are possible. You know, we can't we can't be the only. You That's know, a great right mentality students. to have. Yeah. Great
0: mentality to have. Yeah, they're both possible. Yeah.
2: What made, makes me more open is just you know just uh, Christine being you know hypersensitive. Oh right, you're so I have to uh, you know. Yeah. But even if she's like, made up, even in if your I'm head. like skeptic, I have to um, believe that that what she's telling me is the truth. Because if she sees something and I'm not feeling it, that doesn't mean that nobody's like right there next to her, you know. That
1: she's like the conduit, or she's like the kind of the translator, like.
2: Yeah. She can. She, see she like... yeah. She she could tell me it's like it's there. I feel it, you know. And so you have to, um, you know, trust me that something is there. Right. So right. so I do, but other than that, I did I don't. Really, you know.
1: But is it like something like where? Um... It's not so much like the openness to it, but like, you know, like, I guess it depends on the type of person, you know. There's some people like, oh, I don't believe in ghosts. Like, it's like not even like, like, you don't like give them a slide like, oh, I don't believe in ghosts, like, whatever. So anyway, like, this, this, and that. Or is it something like, you know, it's kind of like a thing where like, hey, you know, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, I want to say like the occult in general, but you know, like when you talk about like ghosts and spirits and like all like these kind of like, you know, forces, you know, like, maybe they're just, like, more apparent to some people and not to others, but does it mean that they're not really there, or maybe some people are just kind of daydreaming? Like, it, like, is it, like, a thing where, like, like, say, if it wasn't for her, like, you probably just brush it off as, like, maybe it's just nothing. Or maybe people are just trying to, like, you know, like, put way too much, you know, thought into something that's probably not even there, you know, it's just, uh... It, it could be both, like like you said. It could be like just because a leaf
2: falls, oh, a ghost is there, you know. Um, that that's a possibility. Or you know, what if somebody really knocked that leaf down, <laughs> like
1: a ghostly gardener, yeah. like the Easy, ghost
0: of uh, Walt Whitman or something.
1: <laughs> Leaves of grass. Yeah, plants. thank you for getting <laughs> that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I don't know, man. I it just be able to acknowledge the possibilities is i think that's important you know yeah not to true. close yourself off from like nope ghosts aren't real because this and that yeah. or not to acknowledge not to close yourself off from like oh yeah of course ghosts are <laughs> now you're gonna seem like an idiot you know yeah, yeah. it's like all right <laughs> a little bit of both right <laughs> creepy yeah but balance man du- duality right yeah uh y- um, uh, yin and yang What is that thing? Yin. taoism yeah uh
1: gemini was it a. Uh... What were the two Geminines? Mm, Steve and Jackie. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Is right that right. what you mean? Or no, no. no mean, I mean, um, <laughs> uh, like in Face Off, what was uh, Nicolas Cage and his brother? Cause, cause uh, Caster his Troy and... Uh, Caster and... and
0: uh, fuck, what was uh, Nicolas Cage's one? Shit. Archer Troy?
1: No, Archer was... Uh, uh, John Travolta's character. No, Caster was Nicolas Cage and his brother was... Uh, was something else, but yeah, that's what Gemini was. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. were the names. Castor and um, because
0: I'm Castor Joy. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm, he's in the prison. Because I'm Castor Joy, and his eyes go all fucking <laughs> blue, Oh, okay. uh, god damn! It was. Now I have to oh, look man. that up. Go ahead, talk about yourself. I looked <laughs> it Because <up. laughs> all I
1: can like picture is a uh, Nicholas Cage being Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Wait, does Nicola Cage uh,
2: have the same eye color? Of <laughs> what? And for that movie, I was like I'm just thinking logistics part. like, did, did they change faces and eye colors? As
1: well? Uh oh, like besides like the face, yeah, yeah the unquote. face, yeah. Um, I think uh, you know, I like, I never... Cause, uh, Sean was it Sean? Sean, Sean short? No, that no, was Sean sorry. was the name of the was the kid, wasn't it? Like, Pollux. 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 Pollux there you go. Pollux. There you go. <laughs> fuck. I was like, shit. <laughs> and we were talking about, like... Oh, because you said duality. I'm trying right, to say, like, right, why right. the fuck are we talking about Gemini?
2: No, John Travolta and uh,
1: Nicholas Cage, they have the same... eye color. Eye color. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: I, like, always like those little things. Like in Amelie, uh, remember Anomaly? Yeah. Where she's, like, watching a movie and she's, like, oh, like, she, like, focuses on, like, the little things, the little details, like... Like you know, it showed a scene where there was like a couple in a car, but then like a fly lands on a window. It's like, did they mean for that fly to land on the window, or is that you know just happened? And they're just like, oh, I just keep going with. It. Have you
0: guys seen um, my favorite? <clears throat> my favorite scene. giant? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, like my favorite a- alien. You're thinking my giant and my favorite uh, my favorite uh, Martian. My favorite. my favorite Martian. There yeah, you go. Yeah, with uh, Christopher Lloyd. But my giant was with Billy Crystal. Okay, sorry. Move oh, I was
1: thinking. <laughs> I was thinking like the Iron Giant. No, that's what I was thinking.
0: Have you seen uh, Anomalisa? My favorite uh, writer, Charlie Kaufman, oh, who no. writes very um he wrote Being John Malkovich, uh, the adaptation, adaptation. Yeah. the best one of my favorite movies. Nicholas Cage. Speaking of Nicholas Cage, that's why <laughs> I bring it up, but have you seen Anomalisa yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Nope. No, no. Please see that film. Um, highly, highly recommend. It's a claymation film, but it's not, uh, don't, I mean. I, if you're not me, don't show it to your kids. I'm going to show it to my... Obviously, I showed it to my kids, and they they liked it, but they thought I was weird. But, uh...
1: Is it like Team America to, like, some other parent?
0: There's a sex scene with puppets, if that's what you mean.
1: No, because when we went to go see Team America, then yeah. it was like the... Oh, right! <laughs> okay, so we went to go
0: see Team America and Super Sabre. This is before our kids... Uh, before Gwen and Tommy did Yeah, even this existed. way before, yeah, yeah. But I remember... <laughs> I remember hearing the me and Lovely at Super Savers, right? It was at Super Savers? And, yeah. and I remember hearing the the guy in the back room like close your eyes.
1: There was a dad cover,
0: in it, cover your ears, and he turbines. he brought his like kids to the movie thinking it was a kids like, movie. Oh, like, yeah, kids yeah, yeah. And he's like every every for the first forty five minutes before they he walked out, it was like close your eyes, cover your ears, don't, <laughs> don't listen to this. cover your ears again. And, like every ear muffs, <laughs> that kind of shit, right? I was like, you fucking idiot. But Why would like you? The
1: sex scene in that movie. Oh
0: my god. The
1: <laughs> That's when they walked out because I remember that. Yeah.
0: Like- no, which was like an hour into it, right? Yeah. It
1: was a while into
0: it, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> say, yes, there is a sex scene. There's an eating out scene, but it's done very poetically. With well, uh, puppets? With puppets, yes. But it's in a good way. Like, my kids saw the movie and they, they really liked it. They enjoyed it. And, uh,. It's heartbreaking film. It's heartbreaking film. The guy, goes. Tra- he travels for work. Um, he goes into C- Cincinnati like myself, you know. Very, very heartbreaking. Wes Anderson, no, excuse me. Um, Charlie Kaufman is the kind of guy who, he writes films in a way where it gets you thinking about everything in the background. You know, it gets you thinking about everything like this one mean, this must mean something oh what's the name of this hotel that's got to mean something and you you know that kind of thing he gets just like everything he does it, you think it has a meaning whether it does or doesn't you 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 kind of overanalyze every little bit about it right and i normally it was that kind of film where to me it felt like uh, there's like two two voices in the character there's one guy who's doing this voice uh and one guy who's doing every other voice and that's Tom Noonan I don't know if you're familiar with Tom Noonan he played the was Frank West? he don't no. he no, no well the voice doesn't change that's the whole point the voice doesn't change every character has this exact same voice which is Tom Noonan's voice he played Frankenstein in Monster Squad that's kind of how I know him hmm. he's that very tall weird looking dude hmm. uh, he was in Easy Money with Joe Pesci and Rodden Dangerfield <laughs> if you remember that film <laughs> I remember that because you know my parents had it and I was watching it when I was a little kid I shouldn't have been but <laughs> whatever uh, Tom Newton, that guy. Oh, he played Jack Slater in uh, Last Action Hero, you know, the, the villain, the Ripper, Jack the Ripper type oh, character. Doesn't matter. S- doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm speaking <laughs> of. Anyways, uh, Tom Newton plays that character, and uh, he pretty much. It, the whole point is you're supposed to have the same voice for everybody because this guy's having, like, he can't relate to people anymore. Everybody, Everything sounds the same to him, type of thing. Until oh. he meets a girl who doesn't sound the same, and he falls in love, obviously, right? kind of thing uh and keep in mind i'm still talking about puppets here <laughs> no <movies. laughs> nothing but puppets right i know melissa please please try to watch this film uh, it it's, on, uh... it's on canadian netflix i it might be on regular netflix i'm not i'm not too sure hmm. but it's on canadian netflix man it, it was i want you know obviously it had no variety because of charlie kaufman so i wanted to watch this film i was really excited for it and when I saw it, I was like, oh, it didn't let me down. So I'm very excited for it. Yeah, Shut I look it up. A- any films that you've seen, Frank, that you, uh, like, oh, yeah, I got to recommend or that you've taken a shine to?
2: Uh, Not lately. Uh, I've just been watching a lot of TV shows. Any shows um, you've seen that you wanted um, to mention? Well, like I mentioned earlier, um, Christine's watching uh, Smallville. Mm-hmm. Um and I started watching uh, Doogie
0: Houser. So uh, yeah. <laughs> really? what's, yeah. that? What, what's that? what's that about? Uh it's on Hulu. Oh Hulu? Yeah. Okay, cool. I gotta check it out, yeah. Yeah. Well, Hulu's not available in Canada, goddamn you fucking Canucks. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm sorry, go
2: ahead. No yet. Yeah, uh I started watching uh, Doogie and then uh Um Archer. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. pretty funny. Uh Kyle Canadian. John Benjamin, right? The actor, mm-hmm. who, the voice actor, right? You watch about uh, Bob's Burgers, you know? Yeah, dude. They, they had an episode
2: actually. Uh, the crossover uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. When, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. That was that was funny. Um, I the last movie I saw, I I forget the name of it. It was uh, Netflix about the Jewish uh, baker and the Muslim uh, apprentice. Uh, so, uh, what was it called? Uh, no It wasn't baked. Uh, it, I think it was called dough. So that was uh That sounds made up.
0: Are you sure you didn't make that up? No. It sounds, <laughs> it Jewish was that, baker, a Muslim apprentice? Yeah. About it was baking. It's like the
2: situations in their, in their lives got them to work together. You know? The
0: situation from Jersey Shore?
2: In their lives.
0: <laughs> uh, who stars in the film? I haven't heard it. It's called dough
2: yeah uh let me see if i could look it up real quick uh
3: but yeah,
2: yeah it w- it was interesting because uh, that uh, um the baker was uh his his shop was pretty much going down um and uh, he introduced him to uh new life just uh new apprentice bringing other techniques and
0: well i know the um uh, Jonathan Price, Jeremy Holder film. Phil Davis is also in it.
2: Let me see. The
0: little black kid, right? Yeah. It's directed by uh, John Goldschmidt. That one's the one you're talking about. It's more like a marijuana film, right?
2: It's, um, not. Well, yeah, there's marijuana involved in it, uh, baking all that. That's kind of like how it'd be.
0: But it was me last year, right? Uh, did you happen to find it? Yeah, 100% it? I'm just reading out the fucking thing. Oh, okay. It looks interesting. I'll probably check it out pretty soon. Or on the plane ride on for my next trip. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Okay, so cool. The dough. That's mm-hmm. something that sense. Okay, yeah, I should get it out. Like, do you like films like that? Yeah, once in a while. With the I, contrast I, and all that? Yeah. yeah. What do you see right now that you... I mean, would you see yourself as like a filmmaker or anything like that? Do you see yourself doing something that, like, visually striking? Yeah, um, just like anything. Like, even if it wasn't visually striking, like as an indie little director. Like, I always saw you as a independent film director without a film. You know what I mean? Would well, you yeah, see yourself doing that? That's pretty. What story you would you want to tell?
2: Um, I would probably uh <laughs> make a movie out of like still pictures. You know, like it, it just keep continuing like back in the nineteen twenties, like movement of movies like remember if you see like a black and white movie you see like a picture of the city and then you move to like somewhere else and start acting um Mm -hmm. yeah it it would be in the same sense of uh (coughs) you continued like you know taking a picture and then like five minutes later you take a different picture in the in the the same scenario culture
0: like silent films yeah
2: um it's like telling a story with without any words and just like the and the subjects would be the um, the place, and how it has come to life. That. Yeah, I have like many projects in my head that I never get to do.
1: We I mean, did a movie different. like that in high school for film class. Well, that's it was just a very just like picture. Was, there was no words. There was no. Yeah, ideas. it's not like a uh, oh. flip
2: screen, kind of like you know, uh, flip. You know, photographs is just more of a. Um, Y- you know, like, in uh, in uh, science class, you see, like, uh, a flower come to life slowly, you know? Uh, it's kind of like... Oh, uh, time-lapse? Yeah, time-lapse uh, kind of thing, but hmm. uh, uh, more about city within the, a bigger <laughs> time frame, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, time-lapse, it's perfect. Nice, nice.
1: That's good. That's
2: good. It's also um, being... Keeping uh, several pictures uh, of places I would go, and uh, maybe put that into a book you know, well nice.
0: what, what are the, some of those uh desired places where would you like to go travel to and all that um all
2: over the world whenever i i can
0: yeah i mean who wouldn't it? but like there, there are any specific like Any specific their are first their their first their second yeah locations
2: um location wise it would be more of uh, I think this is more like a pioneer, or so like places you haven't, you know, really been. But I think people have been the like Cerritos
0: everyone. or Lakewood.
2: Lakewood sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean to like uh, uh, more of a, a places where where we've been in life. Uh, like Yosemite's a, a really a good place that I've been. Mm. I like to visit that again. I'll take more pictures.
0: Well, okay. Yeah. Hmm.
2: We've nothing fancy, nothing it. It's just like it just opens up your your mind a little more.
1: Did you run into like a Wendigo over there or anything like that? No, no. <laughs> we did stay. <laughs> yeah, um, that's
0: scary. Yeah, Wendigos scary.
1: Here, good door. Bad things about it. What skinwalkers? Yeah, skinwalkers. There you go.
2: No, would they say an area that uh, there were some bears around it so <laughs> <laughs> rhinos bears rhinos <laughs> black
3: rhinos
2: <laughs> how about you <laughs> um, is there anything that you see yourself doing besides music
0: i've been i've been all over the world man you're talking of traveling?
2: no i mean like um creative wise like oh, i know this is creative and I am music is' more creative, but is it something that you wish you want to do
0: man make a black baby it's pretty creative and T- like no uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> uh honestly I feel like the podcast is the next step in life i i really, as much as I'm getting back into music i I made enough where I was like uh, I'm satisfied with what I did as far as like um the people that like that kind of music the, at the time, it was a mix of like new metal mix with old metal type thing. And it fit and it related to that, that kind of, that kind of person, you know, downfall did its job kind of thing, you know? And now I'm kind of moved on to a new faction in my life where I feel like podcasting is, um, I feel I'm doing what I'm, what I, what I like to be doing. And as far as creating, unless I'm making an independent film, which I don't have any intention of doing, I'm I'm good. You know, you know, I I I like what I'm doing. As, I like this faction of my part of my life. You know, yeah. Where I'm not like, um, I don't think I'm gonna look back at this point in my life and think like, man, why did I do that, man? I regret or I have a regret and like, man, I should have done this or I should have done that. Like, hmm. hey, I, 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 I like I like the fact that. We're doing podcasts right now, and we can our opinions and our voices during this time of our life are on there on front street. you know what I mean hmm, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. yeah,
2: have you ever thought of a downfall of reunion?
0: it's not possible anymore yeah. no, no, did you ever thought about it? yeah, I mean uh for everybody who at home doesn't know the name of my old band uh it's just not I only talked to literally like two of the guys from that. That that band anymore, you know? So it it just wouldn't be. I'd have to reunite with everybody from the old act. It just wouldn't be possible. You know,
1: mm-hmm. sounds like a documentary in the making. Exactly. Go ahead, go ahead.
2: As soon yeah. as you said uh, creative films, I was like, hmm, the, life
0: of the laugh the laugh of of a band who never happened. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't watch that documentary. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe a uh, uh, a couple hundred people from North Lombard would yeah maybe anybody who remembers us but it just wouldn't be um, it's not like to the two people that I still are in contact with but one of them is interesting <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just, you know <laughs> to be honest it's not <laughs> how did how did uh, Downfall come about Oh, <laughs> how did my band come about yeah uh, before we were down we were another band and <clears throat> I keep in mind this is all high school shit right so i was writing a lot of music that had no lyrics to and i was trying to uh, like damn i i'm not really a lyric guy anyway and i'm not, i'm definitely not a singer so i came over francis uh, francisco uh, um ayala i believe his name last name is francisco Seven right? ten. hashtag, seven ten, hashtag uh, Cisco seven ten and uh um, i was interested in what he was doing he was a friend of a friend and he had a different band with the good lyrics and but his music was kind of you know sorry and <laughs> that's put it into mainstream. Uh, <laughs> well, you
2: don't have to. It's just like say it bluntly, you know, like, Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I was like, "Hey man, like I got this music. You want to put your lyrics with the whoop, I'll help you figure it out. Chorus, rap, you know, chorus, verse, chorus for whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, let's do it." And we ended up kind of evolving into So it really came about from two different bands into evolve to this one different band. And that's how downfall came about, you know, and we ended up playing for a long time, and uh, locally, we were pretty pretty big. People knew who we were, basically, locally, and, uh, we, you know, we played gigs all over Southern California, specifically Long Beach, obviously, and, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. I'd say that's the best way to put it. It was fun while it lasted. It was cool to, uh, you know, we ended up doing the whole Hollywood thing, the Roxy, you know, the oh, whole. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fun while it lasted. Um, that's the best way I could Life put it. Bait. it Live before. bait, yeah. Absolutely. You know, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, we were teenagers. We were kids in high school. You know, we did a show at the Whiskey on fucking Wednesday. The next day, we went to. We all had to go to school, and we still – we were just – all that we could talk about during nutrition or lunch was, like, I can't believe we just played the Roxy. You know, I can't believe we could – I remember literally being on stage at the Roxy, l- looking over the bar, and seeing a big, builder, a big bill, billboard of my – guitar hero slash and it just being very a surreal moment for me very being like is this happening right now is this real life you know (laughs) i felt like (laughs) yeah i felt like i wasn't a dentist (laughs) uh but it was very i'll never take that back for anything that was one of the best moments of my life whether it's adolescence or well, teenage whatever the fuck i remember having that thought in my head you know that memory will stick with me i was a teen you know i'm 16 15 years old thinking like oh my god like my hero is literally staring right at me as i'm playing on the stage that he played with <laughs> before he got big it, it was a surreal moment i'll never take that back for anything it was a great moment but it's had its time it's also that was a band that i did my thing and it's had its due it's had its time. I'm. I'm not gonna have that again, and I don't expect it to. You know, now I, I'm grown up. Now I expect different things. Now I have different point of views and different, you know, priorities. mentalities, priorities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You were there for the inception of it, right? You're essentially there for, during the when we were playing the whole scene. Both of you actually, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I went uh, to a few of the early shows. Years, yeah, mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. I believe one that was in North Hollywood and then the one of the whiskey as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one more, I forget where it was. Uh, for uh, a few you,
0: of them. Yeah, I remember you being there for a, a good couple of them. They yeah. got them yeah. on camera somewhere.
1: Yeah, like, I'm I remember because sure. I was recording you guys whenever we were like, I yeah. would get a chance to like catch you guys. I would record.
0: It, w- it was cool. And to give credit to Jen, our, our original band manager, she got us a lot of gigs that we didn't get back, you know, like. We would have just been doing the whole local backyard scene if it wasn't for her. So credit to Jen or the band manager for the group's now. that's kind of the thing though. Like you evolve, you grow up as a kid. You grow up, you become an adult, and you start doing other things. And I don't look back at those moments as like, I don't look back at those moments and thinking like, ah, oh, we were just kids. What the fuck did we know? I look back at them like that was a good time in my life for that moment. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. made me. It, I kept the memory from that time in my life, and I'm glad I did. You know, it didn't make me think. I don't think any less of it or any more of it. It is what it is, and it was a good time, and it gave me with a good memory. You know,
3: yeah.
0: That's kind of how I look at it now. I look at relationships like that now. Uh, I have a lot of relationships where I look back and and I think like that was a waste of fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure as as adults we're gonna think about but. You think a little bit more like, no, it shaped you who you were, whether it was good or bad. It gave a little bit of a nudge towards the person you're going to be or towards the relationship we have now where they're successful. You know, you wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for this because it nudged you in that direction where I'm not making the same mistakes or, you know, hopefully, you learn from them. hopefully we learn from them, you know. So I'm not looking at anything like, oh, man, I could have done without that in my life. <laughs> I'm not looking at it like that. I'm like, eh.
1: Well, Maybe at a certain time you like look back and i was like oh my god you know like, what did i know oh god like damn you, it you wise up you know you get older then you know exactly. you kind of put it into perspective you know what i'm fucking glad yeah. just like you know like being a kid and like my dad being super strict with me right like, man when i have kids uh, cuz i don't i remember i've told him that before when i have kids you know i'm gonna be like the coolest parent ever like, yeah i'm not gonna be like you were to me blah, 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 i said that you know? before yeah <laughs> then looking back like seeing like some of these people out here like man i'm i'm so grateful that, that you're they so me strict the way that they me, is. yeah, uh-huh. raising you know. Mm-hmm. Seems I'm like, glad you know. I'm not a little shit exactly. the way that everybody
0: else is because you're so strict Podcasts on me. Thank you, Dad. Days, exactly,
1: man. exactly. Yeah. Don't know what an ass whooping
0: was. Exactly. Yes, they man. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what it is, man. Sometimes I. Anyways, as going back to the band thing, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I had that experience, man. I really am. Yeah, not that I'd ever go back to it or not that I'd ever relive it. I think that's the problem with most people when they they have their glory years and they try to relive it
1: it's like just let it go man just let Let it go let it
0: go dude try to have new (laughs) glory years it's the Al Bundy thing right yeah they try to recut four touchdowns in one game (laughs) that whole thing right And they're trying to get back to that every day of their life. Like, hey man, that happened, let it happen. Recreate your new four touchdowns in one game. Four cap four podcasts in one day. You know, whatever the fuck it is, right? Recreate new goals, new memories. Let that be the let that be the standard. Don't don't try to relive the same old bullshit. You're gonna just You're you're hanging out with the same friends, the same fucking losers that held you down before. Relax, man. Just enjoy who you're spending time with enjoy who you're you're with that makes you feel complete and if you guys evolve each other let, it, let that be the goal don't let you know don't let your memories hold you back you know don't let your memories kill you kind of thing you know make new memories I don't know. I don't even know if that's what you were even going for. <laughs> no, actually, it was just interesting. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, was it was a good, one, one. One, yeah. was a good Sorry one. about that. Yeah, I think that that's been the the. Sorry, excuse
2: me. I kind of like yeah, I clear my throat. Um, that uh, I've, that I've uh, noticed uh, that that's the Midnight in Paris
0: soundtrack. Yeah. Okay.
2: No, I, I noticed that the, the unspoken theme of today has been life experiences and where we're going Uh-oh. and where we've been shaped. Um, you know. Uh, And I think it's it's fun talking about it. And uh, no matter what the situation that uh, or experiences we've talked about, it's more of learning to, you know, like uh, come out learning from from the stuff that you've done and that that you messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, even though if you, somebody makes a mistake, you learn from it. Like you have to be willing, like you just said, to have the the, the open mind of possibilities of like the outcome of it. Like uh, when I was, like mentioned, I was stuck somewhere in the hills. Yeah. The outcome of it is like I don't know how I'm gonna get home, but I'm just being positive that I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah. No matter what it is, and no matter if I didn't, you know, you know, go home with somebody, and that I know that. No matter what would happen, I was gonna be responsible for 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 whatever it was, yeah. and learn from it. Like if I get stuck, it's my fault that I got stuck. If I go home with somebody else, it's like, hey, I, I learn from this, and this is, you know, yeah, something you take away. And and that's true. Like whatever you you're doing, it's like you have to take take everything as a learning experience. I've learning. I've learned that um, more this this last couple of years than any than anything else. Um, I guess it's maturing you know, I'm maturing a little bit more and more and more. Um, yeah. because if, if you see Anything like the story that Lofi shared about the tire, you know, like we weren't responsible, <laughs> but yet, yeah, you know, that was fun, but we learned from it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that and, was
0: a great time, and your lies are,
2: yeah, it
1: becomes a memory, right? It was, just, it was like so, you don't have to movie, see it. Just... Like
2: when you're growing up, I remember when I was growing up, I, I thought that you know, this probably would. I didn't, in when I was 18, never in a million years would I thought I would be with Lofi at that point, at that time, right? And right, then right. at that time, with Lofi, when I didn't expect to be here where I'm at right now. Right. So, yeah, it, on the it's podcast, more of a, Yeah, a right? it's more right. of a, a, a journey towards what's making you happy. And if you're not happy with it, you got to change it and learn from it.
0: Ah, uh, man, you couldn't have hit the nail more in the head than anything else. Because I, I definitely feel like a year or even two years ago that I'd be doing this. With the people I'm around You know I thought certain people Would be in my life still And I think certain people Would be way out of my life still Like I never thought That me and you Would have communicated again In a long time Whether it it would be In passing or not Like the fact that me and you Are having a whole Three hour conversation About something Yeah That's fucking amazing And that's amazing And I'm glad That's awesome The fact that Kind of goes back To what we were talking about In the beginning Where we can just pick up Right where we left off There's not that many people You can do that with That's true uh, With whatever the fact You know didn't you say I mentioned the best where you our relationship is on pause? It's not necessarily we don't have. It never one. ends. Like for it never me, ends. Like, it's on pause. Even if I don't yeah. see Mike,
2: my, my relationship with him is still the same. It hasn't changed. He just has. He's doing his
0: own thing. Yeah. Well, we or don't like, speak his name here in this podcast, but yeah. You go. yeah.
1: <laughs> or <laughs> a- or
2: anybody's like anybody that I know, like any any a- anybody that I, that I know, like yeah. said, I don't think of them though, or they out of my life. No, it's just like hey. Uh, I know you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Uh, whenever we get together, uh, we're still cool. I'm not, you know, I'm not cutting you off. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I think that's great, uh, especially with the the way I feel about Madison Rose. <laughs> like, I, I, I haven't seen, seen Madison Rose that. in years, I was gonna, I but that's was gonna, still like a that's my girl. It sounds like it. <laughs> I, I lena saying. paul that's the porn star i was thinking about earlier from the earlier lena paul lena paul big tits has a birthmark on her right shoulder i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> i was like wait was this porn star that you're about? lena paul look her have up a picture? she did a portal in your building look her up yeah uh, anyways go ahead i'm sorry
2: yeah no, um a lot of people don't don't take uh care of their relationship Mm. Or, or friendship well even if it's a friendship it's still kind of like a relationship it is a relationship yeah it's like because uh, you choose to have that you're li- sharing life experiences with, with your friends yeah, yeah. so I, I, I see it as that as well um, a lot of people think it's the, and take it the wrong way that just because I, I don't text or whoever doesn't text a friend I mean it's all like okay so I'm out of that that person's life so you know, screw them. I'm not going to talk to them. And yeah. you know, people have to understand that um, you have to live but your life. The world doesn't <laughs> well, stop yeah, and start exactly. on your it's fucking like if dime. If you want to be yeah. with somebody, go ahead and be with somebody. But you know, if you still want to talk to me, you know, go ahead. I'm 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 not going to you know judge you for anything else that you do. If you if you, it's it's understandable when you're you know you're doing yeah. your thing. Nobody's going to blame you.
0: You shouldn't. At least not at this age. Yeah. When you're young, I can understand it. When you're young and you feel a little bit, um, like oh, this guy doesn't reply back to me within a day or two, fuck him. Because you're just so jaded by the. When you're older, you got to realize like everyone's kind of grown up. Everyone's living life. Let give them a give them some a little bit of a slide. You know, like hey, let them do their thing. If they get back to you, they get back to you. It doesn't. And don't take it so fucking personal. I think that's kind of the key thing. When you're older, you don't take things as fucking personal. When you're younger, everything's so fucking from the heart, and so you get butthurt about every little thing. They didn't—he, this guy didn't reply to me within ten minutes. Fuck him! It's like, goddamn, relax. Let me <laughs> like, he might be fucking doing his own thing. You know, that something. Yeah. You just gotta bring that aspect to the to the maturity level that we're at now. You know that, yeah. Friends, we're older now. We may not have the time we have for each other that we did it but that doesn't make us any less friends it shouldn't you know I don't think it should
2: yeah I, I believe that the dynamic that uh, that you and I had I mean, like starting as a, a as a friendship yes. it didn't develop until later like yeah we were acquaintances I, right I, I remember just hanging out more with, more with, with Lofi than, than with you or mm-hmm. you know anybody else uh, but still you know it just like it, it continued to develop into like you
0: know, a, a friendship
2: with a foundation.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely, I agree with you one hundred percent. And and uh, now it's something I want to share with her. There's very like we've said it many, like probably the third time this on the podcast. There's very few people that you can pause where we left off and then bring it right back up where, where we left. And it's like, oh shit, yeah, we just picked up right where we left off. We can have that kind of we we're dealing with an intellect where. It's cool to not, we don't have to talk to each other for months. And as soon as we come in contact with each other, we're right back wherever we left off or we can communicate with it. Uh, That's amazing. You don't have that. There's very few people in the world that you can have that with. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's actually kind of the, the whole, the whole idea about podcasts in general, where you have this whole concept of, um, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about the last time they had this episode on. Now they're in the new episode. They're talking about something else, and I'm picking up right where they left off. You know, so it for all, I think that's where our fans come from, you, the fact that they can pick up and drop off right where they left off. You know, and our podcast and pick up right from the be- from the start or from the middle. Yeah, right. With that kind of thing, you know. And if they enjoy, it, they enjoy. It. Thank you, thank you so much, because you guys are our loyal listeners. You know that kind of thing, you know. And if not, it's.
1: Like, it's don't you know, no, and-
0: that's all right. You'll get it <laughs> eventually. <Yeah. laughs> hey, man, we've been uh, man, three hours went by like crazy, but that's where we're at right now. We're at the three hour mark. God damn it, it goes by so quick sometimes when you're just enjoying the conversation. Yeah, right? and I didn't realize it was three hours. <sighs> I'm good. I appreciate Frank anytime. I, I mean well, this sincerely. I would anytime you want to come on, please come on.
2: I would like to come back when hashtag Elliot. Uh, decides to yeah, yeah i was excited about that because right, yeah i, know I, I, have, be I haven't seen him thing. in a while so yeah. i actually won't see him and i know he's been in your podcast uh oh yeah he's yeah. A, he's a fan favorite yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he has very interesting <laughs> yeah, yeah stories hey so. so um did, did you guys talk to uh, uh elliot about the time that you know i brought it up last time
0: when he was thrown out of the car
2: <laughs> did you guys talk about it
0: no, we didn't. No, and we I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We'll bring that up next time he comes on. Yeah. that's to a tease too much. I want to save that for when, <laughs> when we come back on all together. Because you got to promise me, <laughs> you want to come back when, the, when you come back. Oh, when I come back next and we do the next episode? Yeah. That'll be about two or three weeks from now when I come back from Canada. That's
1: cool. it's that, yeah. fine with me.
0: Yeah. But it should coincide the way we're going to release these episodes. It should be perfect. So
1: Do you know the date that you're going to come back or not? Uh,
0: 18, 19, 20, somewhere around there. Oh, okay. A Few weeks Ooh. from now, yeah, around your birthday. Don't trip, buddy. I got you. Sure, do. I got you, man. Don't yeah, trip. I love you. I know what's <laughs> up. I got you. Man, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. No, oh, Look, uh, without holding this over any longer, Why don't we go to a titty bar. Uh, that's all you guys. <laughs> 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 you guys. this has been Susan Bruce. Bring your tears, fears, and pretty good beers, man. Thank you once again, Frank, for coming on. I had a really great time. Loaf, as always, you my my. my uh, we thank uh, you for, for having, having my, me. I enjoy my co-host. Have,
2: uh, having to spend time with you guys. Having to. I, well, I, I see mean, how you said that. It's more of a... I had to, like, commit. Because I was feeling... I'm not a, to I am was it feeling back. lazy. i not try to take
0: it back. This guy.
2: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Fuck, like, I'm glad you guys invited me. Thank you, was, buddy, man.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Um, This has been episode 89, I believe. 89. Uh, without any further ado. Nope. Not with it. That's the wrong thing to say. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good one. Catch you on the flip side. Uh, Keep your glass full.